0: Before we begin the show, we would like to send our deepest condolences, thoughts, and prayers to Mike, aka Miss Ninjutsu. On July 29th, around 9.30pm, Mike's wife had passed away. We wish Mike the absolute best, and we we will also be including a link to the GoFundMe page that has been set up to cover the unexpected costs. Now, your regularly scheduled episode of HCS Pro Talk. Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo Sports podcast. This is episode 85 for the week of August 6th, 2019. My name is Josh, aka JK Fire. And this week, I am joined by the man in the red HCS Pro Talk shirt, Will, aka I am Mr. Mayhem. Will, how are you on this, yeah, Sunday evening? Doing good, man. How are you? I am doing swell. But you know what, Will? This isn't the only guest we are joined by this week.
1: No, who do we have with us?
0: I'm glad you asked that, Will. This week, for the first time ever in HCS Pro Talk history, we have a guest with us for the entire show. His name is David. You may know him as Heavy Rainfall. You may know him as... I'm going to... I don't know if you're the head of, but I'm going to say one of the heads of, even if I'm wrong, Midwest Esports. David, how are you today?
2: Oh, I'm awesome. And as far as
0: I'm concerned, I'm the head. Yes, you are. You are the tip of the Midwest Esports. (laughs) Um, David, you came to Halo Outpost Chicago. You were at the Orlando location as well yes sir and uh i am thankful that you came over here because we were able to finally meet you for the first time
2: oh it's been a blast hanging out with you guys all
0: weekend well thank you very much the feeling is definitely mutual um so let's talk about what's going to come up on this episode shall we first and foremost we we got dave dave's gonna be here the whole time david oh oh, jesus christ do you really do you only go by david no i'm just giving you shit all right thanks thanks dave uh (laughs) Shows off to the great start. (laughs) That's it. Uh, We also have MCC questions are answered. Uh, Mixer questions are answered, as a matter of fact. And uh, for probably a very specific reason why those are being answered. Um, New tournaments get announced. Tournaments get recapped. And we have our Halo Outpost Discovery Chicago impressions and recap as well. But before we get into any of that, and before we get into the actual first segment that we usually start the show off with, Dave, give us an introduction to yourself. Who are you? What do you do? Yeah, give us the rundown.
2: So, full name, Jonathan David Robbins. You can call me Heavy Rainfall, Heavy Rain, whatever you want. Make your oyster. Halo 2 lover. Halo 2 lover, absolute. Call me that. I'll sign your chest. I work for Midwest Esports. Um, I have plenty of titles. Um, my one I always prefer is Player Experience Agent. Um, essentially, I help run events, build events, uh, scout teams, create sponsorships, whatever you think of right i'm doing it living the dream i've been playing halo since uh halo one used to compete in the days of halo two uh picked a really bad choice in girlfriends
0: and then quit and life happens at that point what's a what what's one one what's one fun fact that people may not know about you what would you say a fun fact is about you
2: that i'm not fun Uh, okay that's actually a good question um i guess the fun fact is just the fact that i love burritos more than life itself
0: you know in in the in the time that we have been in chicago which we came in on thursday uh it has definitely been known to us now that david is a heavy oh i was oh man (laughs) i wasn't even i wasn't even trying like i honestly wasn't even trying to make that no but David does love his burritos. That is for sure. Um, Will, I'm going to pass it back off to you. You know why? What
1: do we always start the show off with?
0: Roster
1: Well, Josh, it's a little segment called uh, Roster Mania. We go through this every week. It's where I uh, get to butcher some names, talk about some teams that changed, and let's get started with the official face at Ignite Halo 3 4v4. Um, it's the teams and free agent list. We are currently looking at the, the team lists, and let's go through it. We have Demonica Esports. This includes Manatee, Shoddy the Doggy, Shook, Godly, and Ducky KG as their coach. We have Maka Esports. This is Warlord, Organs, Looney, Squashy, and Outcast as a coach. Next up, Demonica Purple uh, includes Double XL, Flash, Jesus, Fidgets, and Sketch as a co- coach. Not the Sketch you're thinking of. Um, we have Endangered Esports. This is Dash, Kazi, Cristo, Vincinical, and Fluid as a coach for them. Moving on to Absolved. This is Cerberus, Buttons, Boca, Bitey, and Hyperactive as their coach. Next team is Mazer. This includes Flames, Fusion, Havoc, Snaky, and they currently don't have a coach listed. Next team, Aspire Esports, Riot, Flux, Jimbo, and Two Foxy. You might recognize some of those names. They have Ram- Ramirez as their coach. I almost said Ramy. That's not correct. Moving on to Team Stush. This includes Icon, Penguin, Mista, and Zamasta. No coach listed for them. Next up, Revive Nation. This is Batchford, Za, Allen, and Deckbot. No coach as well. Moving on to Lethal Divide. This is Shabby, Kimbo, Lunny, and and Turk, no coach. Next up, no team name listed, but it includes Septic, Zyras, Genius, and Sniple. Next no-name uh, team is going to be Kenneth, Benjamin, what is that, Didems, and C1R? We have Team Raticade. I had to look at that one for a minute. Um, it includes Xanti, Legend, Needrum, and Nej. Or Neji. No coach listed for them. Uh, Electrify Esports, Kamikaze, Rudimentary, Censure, and Lucas, with Ollie J as a coach. And then a few more no-name teams here. First one includes Snipe Drone, Haulers, Moes, and Respectful. Second one is gonna be Lindsay, Viking, J-O, and Sam Shots. We have Team Revive. This is Prophet, Beatley, Arbiter, and Hercules. No coach listed for the actually the rest of these teams here, so we'll roll through them. Um, we have the team back to classic. This is Sir Eby, Lil Sandal, S. Sandal, and N.M. Jopst. We have a no-name team again. This is Ads, Shiesty, Harper, and Smithy. We have Felon Gaming. This is Zock, Zoak Warrior O'Neill and Thorough Thur- Thuru? I-, I don't know. <laughs> um, next one, another no-name team. Includes SLG, M2 squared, Cruz and Shady, and then Tox. You might know them. It's Snakebite, Royal Two, Lethal, and APG. And it's listed. Uh, no coach for them yet, but it's usually Royal One. All right, moving on to the partial team list. None of them have names, but the first one is Colossi, Malzi, and Lindsay. I Lindsay or I Linds. Next one is Impact, Kenneth, and Benjamin, but they're listed on actual teams on that last doc. And then again, these same three are listed on a full team on that last um, doc, but it's Lindsey, Abern and Viking, so not really sure what's going on with them. And then we do have some free agents. Let's roll through those as well. We have Wheezy, Mysterion, Ego, Creep Easy, Nath, Fusion, Fluxy, Ghost Wave, Convict, Cristo, Scarcity, Slumpy, Coco, and Fatal Ferocity. And that's going to do it for our Ignite Halo 3v3, or 3v3, what am I doing? Halo 3, 4v4. Next up, we do have the Halo Classic Atlanta City. Wow, I'm uh, Atlantic City Free Agent and Partial Team list. Start off with the free agents. We have Stint Cynicals, Rigorino, Night Shadow, Nova, Deadlie, Phantom Snake, Bum Sauce, Gunstrafe, Faruka Bazooka, Wartime, and Crutch EBK. Partial team list we have Insanity Gaming. It includes Zido and Mixer Honor. They're obviously looking for two more. Uh, we have another no name team. This is Life Alert and Mike Fathom. And then Anarchy Esports is Stinger, Phantom Snake, and Study. Moving on to the Halo 5 free agents. We have D-Man 8 and Hyro XC111. And Halo CE Free Agents. There's nothing listed. So that's that. And it looks like that's all we have for Rostermania this week.
0: Very nice, Will. Thank you very much for reading through those rosters. And the thing that I was going to say is uh, that face-it one needs to be updated because Batchford is no longer part of a 4v4 team. He's only going to be competing in the 2v2, I believe is what he said. So uh, maybe maybe Prisma should update that uh thing. Were you gonna say something, Dave?
2: I do if I want to talk to, I just talk.
0: Yeah, go for okay, it. So yeah, sure.
2: Butt the fuck in. So like, do they do they not have like a team listing itself for the classic yet? No. Okay, because I just realized we haven't bought our team pass. Uh, shout out to uh, Chris Farrow, I'm sorry. We'll deal with that this week. Way to put people on blast. That's not. A, I
0: put myself on blast. Exactly. Way to do that, Dave. It's what I got to do. You know, that's the only way work gets done. Yeah, it's how you keep yourself humble, right? Blame yourself for shit. Humble brag, man. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Well, you know, I don't know how I'm going to... Well, okay. Will's adventures is going to be a little bit difficult. with So for those... I'm just going to give an update for everybody who may think that the audio is a little bit weird in this episode. Will is a production mastermind, okay? But even hotel rooms can fuck up the situation. So we're in a hotel room right now. We're in our hotel room in the Chicago area and Will and I are handing a mic back and forth while Davey Wavy is in the ch- <laughs> oh, with the secondary mic. And uh no, we're just gonna we're gonna fucking roll with the punches and we're gonna see what happens. Man, and Josh, this might be your last podcast. And this is uh this this and that's it for HCS pro talk for episode <laughs> C- uh fuck it with you. Um okay. We're done with roster mania, which means it's time for COD another games watch. So, there's, there's one thing. There's one big thing that we have besides what one you're going massive to... massive okay, okay, okay. All right. Besides what you're going to be talking about, Dave. Because Look, what you're really, going to talk about is important as well.
2: Well, what 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 we're going to talk about, though, really stirred the pot. You it could almost did. say it caused a mixer in the oh, Twitch scene. Oh, Jesus.
0: Fuck. <laughs> yes. All right. And Dave is no longer allowed on the show from this point moving forward. But yes, Dave, you're correct. Ninja has officially confirmed that he is moving to the Mixer platform, stepping fully away from Twitch, streaming exclusively on Mixer. We don't know the amount of money behind the deal. We imagine it's going to be a lot. Obviously, it's none of our business. But Dave, what do you think? What do you think about this change over to Twitch? Honestly, I
2: think it's going to be pretty awesome. Uh, The first step, though, is I'm going to tell you guys, if you are a big Ninja fan, now is a good chance to step into it. Because uh, they're giving away like I think one month or two month subscriptions, so just step in, apply for it, become a fan. Um, but I mean, it's going to create a hole in Twitch that other players are going to get the chance to fill, and it's going to bring more ice to Mixer. Like this is an absolute good. Anybody that's saying otherwise is not looking at the market correctly. They're just looking at the fact that Ninja's doing whatever he wants and they can't do what they what he's doing.
1: Right, and it's Ninja also stated that. He wants to remind himself of why he got into streaming. Um, we don't know necessarily what happened on Twitch and why he doesn't feel that way anymore. But it, it's good to see that he's looking out for himself too, and not just um, if you know if he was having issues over there. He's he's looking out for himself. Moving to Mixer, hopefully he can recapture that feeling that he's looking for. Hopefully he has more fun with
2: it. Yeah, I mean, I mean those those bits. I, I know they're like getting rid of it or whatever, but those those are those actually add to a lot of the streams. It's not something you get on Twitch.
0: The only thing I'm going to say in regards to this change is that, and I've said it multiple times, like in our conversations, is that, yes, I do think this is obviously a net positive for both parties involved. Um, Well, all parties involved, I guess you could say. But the big thing that I'm hoping from this change is that with Ninja moving over to Mixer, regardless of the amount of money that was spent to make this deal happen, I'm really hoping that Mixer looks at everything that's been going on on Twitch's side as well. Because Twitch has been has a lot of features that Mixer still lacks, like uh, clipping, for example, is will I believe you said that it's exclusive for partnered streamers right now, right? That needs to become a thing standard across the board. That shouldn't that shouldn't be behind uh, not only a milestone but a paywall. It just shouldn't be there. It it should be available for everybody. It's some it's available for everybody on Twitch. I might I
2: might say that like, what they should do is they should at least give us a reason why it's not. Sure. Like, at least, at least educate us on why we're missing out on it. Because that's, right. that's a critical part of streaming.
0: Yes. It, it, it's massive viewer engagement. Having them be able to click a button, make a quick edit, and then have a f- potential fantastic clip right at their fingertips right away all the time. So I'm really hoping that that, along with other features that Twitch has that Mixer doesn't, make their way over to Mixer now that this move has taken place. And we imagine that... There will be other potential big name people coming over as well. I would imagine in the coming months. Yeah. It's exciting. It, it is. It definitely is
2: exciting. It definitely mixes up everything. Sorry, Josh.
0: You're not sorry. Absolutely not. No. Get the fuck <laughs> out of here. Um is there anything else we want to talk about with the Ninja to Mixer move?
2: Uh it that's pretty actually pretty awesome that his first stream for Mixer was up
0: here at Lollapalooza. And you know what? You know how stupid I am? i'm not i'm not gonna answer that oh <laughs> no i i had no idea i was so naive and i had no idea that Lollapalooza Lollapalooza was happening here
2: i mean none of us did
0: well we, I, I honest to god thought it was in california we and, didn't
2: notice until we were at willis tower Yeah,
0: exactly so we for for those listening we went up to willis tower um what uh the sec we were Friday night, right? Friday night. Yeah. Friday night we go up to Willis Tower and As they're
2: closing. So it's like nine thirty. Yeah,
0: and they close at ten PM and uh so we we get up there, it was awesome. It was gorgeous. And we got all the pictures we needed. But uh Will and David pointed out concerts that were happening out like you could just clearly see them. Like clearly see the lights and everything. There were, there were obviously concerts going on. it was more than one. And I'm just thinking to myself, oh, that's weird. They got just multiple concerts going. That's fucking weird. And then Will looks it up. It's like, no, it's literally Lollapalooza is happening the same time Outpost is in the same, like, directly the same area. Yeah. So, no, it was insane. So, yeah, Ninja was here. Yeah. It was awesome. It was just awesome. Um, But, no, I really do hope he gets – he was saying in his promotional video that he was going to get back to his roots. And, obviously, Halo being part of his roots, it's what people are hoping for. It is what I'm hoping for as well, because just more eyes on Halo as a whole is going to be good, regardless. Um, I
2: mean, it's it's definitely a, a smart move with like the hype that we have with Halo Reach right now. Exactly, because he's known for Reach itself. That's what got him into to games. Right. So I mean,
0: and it was you, it was you, Will, or somebody else that said that on his stream he said that he would be streaming it. As soon as it came out on PC.
2: Yeah, but I think also like uh, Shroud and Dr. Disrespective said the same thing. Right, right. It's and just, like Dr. Really is cool. Doctor is in the same boat. He came from Reach as well.
0: Right, right. And he obviously wants to see Halo be the best it can be. Um, so yeah, let's just hope that... I mean, more eyes on it are probably going to be good eyes. Especially mm-hmm. considering Ninja's audience was mainly coming from Fortnite. Which means they're probably a younger demographic. Maybe not well-versed in Halo. So maybe that could just bring an added... Not only viewership, but just audience as a whole to Halo moving forward. So we'll see. But Dave, that's not the only thing happening in COD and other Games Watch. You, Midwest Esports, had a individual player as well. Oh, Please, do tell, sir.
2: All right, so quick shout out to uh, my boy Narath over at Evo in Las Vegas this year for performing a lot better than he expected in his pools and his plays. In what? uh for smash super smash brothers ultimate and then mortal Kombat 11 he played in two games two games and he got out of pools in both that's insane yeah it's actually pretty impressive for ego standards out of how many players uh for mortal Kombat, it was out of i want to say about 1500 that's crazy and then smash out of 3500 that is
0: even crazier yeah
2: like i'm i'm really proud of the guy
0: that is fantastic um no and it based off everything that you've been saying and like your reactions oh, throughout this entire weekend. It's been so nerve wracking.
2: Yeah. Like getting a business, starting an event, like being a competitive player, those, those do not touch base on the first time you have a, a sponsored player at an event. You can, if, if you guys ever get a chance and you ask me, like ask Will and Josh, I have been tense all weekend. My favorite word has been Narath and burritos. They have gone hand in hand.
0: <laughs> yes, they have. And then also the, just the amount of passion that you showed, not only for the competition but the player himself that speaks volumes to the type of person that you are and that you it shows that you truly do care about the person that's playing the game yep so that's so thank you for doing that because that's like i said that shows so much that means so much
2: well for like for peter's sake like narath it's it's long overdue the guy's been a a very good symbol for the local community from where we come from because he's from my hometown and there's never been a moment where I've ever heard anything bad about Peter. It's, it's always been good. It's always been positive. Anything that's negative has always been a misunderstanding. Like the one, the, the one story I always tell is how uh, when we first approached him for the offer of Evo, he was in a tournament, one of our tournaments. And some guy came to us whining about the fact that he lost to Peter and was like, this guy was trying to tell me how to play. And we had to break it down to him that that's not Peter's style. Peter was telling you exactly how to beat him. If you listen to Peter and you play him back, chances are you'd probably whoop his ass. Peter's not the kind of guy that just, you know, oh, I beat you. I want to walk away. No, he, he wants the scene to get stronger and he knows what it takes. He's been in here for long enough and it was just long overdue.
0: He wants it to be more competition within the space. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. That's fantastic. Sweet. Is there anything else you'd like to say?
2: Well, I want to give a shout out to all of the Wichita guys and Kansas city guys. that went out there, uh, Kansas is where I'm from. So Kansas is where I'm home. Um, I don't know exactly who all went. Shout out to Vu. I know he probably was up there. Um, I think Robbie was up there. Uh, TOing. If, if you were Robbie, shout out to you, man. God bless. Um, but other than that, I mean, I'm just excited to see it finish. We started. <laughs> you started this right when uh, the Ash and Knee tournament f- for Tekken started, so I'm a little antsy.
0: <laughs> hey, it's okay. Just look at it this way: the Twins kicked the shit out of the Kansas City Royals. So right. there we go.
2: I'm telling you, it's Sporting KC or nothing. Like. Royal Royals aren't that important to me.
0: Oh, it's okay. I I was just happy because, like I said when we were eating dinner earlier, is that the twins never are never this good. (laughs) So it's just it's very surprising. Top of our division. Who would have fucking thought that? All right, it's time for. Will's adventures within the over and other games too. As I stare into the eyes of David, please
2: tell me you do not do that every time.
0: Every time.
2: How will? How have you not hurt him for that?
1: I, I just gotta <laughs> let Josh roll with what he does. It's it's. That's it's. It is it's what it is it's a really point. good
2: energy, man. But you're creeping me out with that.
0: <laughs> I've gotten to the point where, uh, when even when I do COD and other games, watch. When I do like the hand gestures, you didn't see the full on hand gesture here because we're on a fucking hotel room couch, but. When Will and I are in the normal recording space during Cod and Other Games Watch, Will actually starts doing the hand gestures oh, now. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. To give you
2: guys like a, a like a comparison, essentially what Will just did, or not Will, what Josh did, just did was essentially like a peacock mating ritual. He spread out his hands <laughs> like a feather and just threw it around, showing
0: it off. I've never heard that comparison before, and I fucking love it. Will. Peacock games, Josh. Peacock Josh. Oh, my God. Will, what games did you play this week?
1: All right, so um, I really didn't play anything until we got to the hotel. Yes. Yep. So the first thing I fired up was Apex Legends on Xbox on the ho- yeah, hotel room Wi-Fi. And man, was I lagging everywhere. <laughs> um, I ended up actually winning my first match. I had like three kills. I was bouncing all over the map. It was great. People probably couldn't shoot me because they didn't know where I was. Hey
2: Will, can I ask a question on this? Yeah. Would you consider the uh, the hotel internet to be an
1: independent variable? An independent variable. I mean he won like, because of the lag. I, I, no, I had good teammates. <laughs> <laughs> alright? I had a teammate that slayed out got like eight kills as well.
0: Holy shit.
1: He really carried the team. Jeez. I was just the distraction bouncing like saying, around everywhere.
0: Bippity boppin'.
1: So <laughs> <laughs> it was what it was, alright? He did hand motions again, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Um we had to leave after we were headed somewhere. So, we went to GameWorks in Scha- Schaumburg that Schaumburg. night um which we witnessed a Halo th- was it Halo 3? Yes. Yeah, Halo 3 2v2 tournament. Mm-hmm. They they uh put it put on at their local GameWorks, which was really cool to see. They had a great esports arena. Yeah, shout out to Marmar. Marmar7. And, and, uh, and MyTales. My yes, MyTales. Um Anyway, back to games. Uh, I also played Halo 3 on the hotel Wi-Fi. It was laggy. And uh, you know what? It was what it was. Moved over to Halo 5. I had to put like seven shots into someone, maybe eight, to get a kill. So that's what I played this week. What about you, Josh? Thank you for asking, Will. So
0: I played Halo 5 as well. I also played in the hotel room. It was also laggy for me. Then, I played Halo MCC, and guess what, guys? It's lag laggy as well. Only on Halo 3. Guess what it wasn't laggy on? I swear, if you say
2: Halo 4... Ooh,
0: bam, it was not laggy on Halo 4. Who would have fucking thought that? David's comments are reserved. Probably because there was no one else playing it. Actually, I found games quicker in Halo 4 than I did playing Searching Every... Halo game
2: uh, once again David's comments are reserved
0: I mean your comments can be reserved all you want all I know is the facts are actually I have no idea why the lag wasn't as present I don't know why you're playing Halo 4 that's the I, question I genuinely as I've said multiple times, you clearly don't listen to our show then do you, oh, David
2: I listen I just don't think you realized uh what Halo 4
0: is I mean it's uh, as Brian aka Brian makes games aka shout it's Brian uh states it's the best Call of Duty game that 343 has ever made No, I I genuinely do enjoy the multiplayer of 4. I I, genuinely do.
2: I didn't hear him make that comparison, but that's... Isn't it accurate? That's accurate. It's pretty fucking
0: accurate. Yeah. No, it's... Yes, it's not competitive in any sense of the word, but I don't know. I, I genuinely just have fun with that game. And I did find games really fucking quickly. It was like, surprising. I'm not going to
2: talk smack on it because I love Ricochet. I love Ricochet to death. It's a I, great game that, type. It's why? 343, three, bring that back. Please. That'd be awesome. Not as a DLC. Like, give me that in infinite at day one.
0: Yeah, that'd be really fucking cool. It, it, it brought a different kind of dynamic to that game.
2: As a matter of fact, uh, the guy that was running uh, Griffball, like Ricochet League, dude. Come on. Ooh, Brian. Come on, man. Other Brian. Oh, AKA other Brian. Rage More Nerd. Rage More Nerd. Shout out to Rage More Nerd. Yo, dude. Bring bringing out, man. Ricochet. Ricochet
0: League. I, I would get into it so deep. Ooh, baby. Um, No, that's that's literally all I played in the hotel room. David, what'd you play this week? So mine's a little complicated because uh, I just came back from QuakeCon.
2: And at QuakeCon, essentially, I was playing games from like 8 a.m. to 8 a.m. Um, So there's a library. Uh, but after that, I came home. I invested in a 144 hertz monitor for my PC. Very nice. And I went to Rainbow Six Siege and raged like a crybaby on halo 2 losing to anybody and i switched to insurgency sandstorm which if you've ever played that such a hardcore game it's a solid game doesn't always play well but something about it is addictive
1: so what monitor did you end up getting what what brand what type benq BenQ, very nice
2: essentially the same one you'd see at a halo event or counter-strike event
1: so was this your first time jumping into Siege on PC with the new monitor?
2: With the new monitor, yes. Um, I've had Siege since like I want to say year year one, the year one DLC, not year one itself. Okay. Um, and I've just been on and off with it. I love the game. I just can't commit to it just because there's all those strat changes and when they reworked some of the operators, I was just, like not ready for it.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's um, shout I've out been to a, Lord Chonka. I've been a I was a day one player and I dropped off. In in year two somewhere, I dropped off, and they made so many changes even in such a short time span. It's it is crazy to keep up with, and the meta consistently changes always.
2: After Operation Health, it's been nothing but a great game.
1: Yeah, completely agree. Um, I I've enjoyed jumping back into it, and it's frustrating moving from console to PC. It's such a different game. Yep. Um, you know, not completely different, obviously, but. It's got it, a different flow. flow it, yeah, different flow on PC, and it. I, I'm a big fan of the Rainbow Six esports and everything that does, and it's been great to see that they're expanding and you know keep on growing. And, but it does get frustrating to play when you don't know the meta, and it's it you just get killed and then you're out for the round yeah. and you sit there watching other people play. So yeah, I, I understand what you're saying when you can rage like you're playing Halo 2 <laughs> on, on Rainbow Six for sure. Anything else you played this week?
2: Uh, tons of other ones, but for the most part, those were the two major ones. Gotcha.
0: Josh, should we jump into some news? Will, I think it's time for the news. First and foremost, Unicracken looks for help from Halo Wars community. This is by Unicraken over on Twitter, and I quote, Bring Halo Wars 2 to Steam, expand feature set, and provide support. You can sign the petition at the link included in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show.
2: I hate that I would buy that again if it came out on Steam. I
0: would too, to be completely... And you know what the
2: really shitty part is, Dave? I would buy the DLC again if it came out on Steam.
0: You know what the really shitty part is, Dave? Where? I literally just bought the complete edition on PC via the Microsoft Store. Like, I just did, as in, like, a month ago. Isn't that part of Game Pass? No, not... The DLC is not. Just the base game is. Oh, oh yeah, the DLC is not. I forgot I had to Correct. buy that. Yep. Um, and if... That, I, there was a whole other Josh rant on a completely different episode in regards to the DLC about Halo Wars 2. But I digress. That's not that's neither here nor there. Um, next news story. New Halo TV series casting announced. This is by David Griffin of IGN. This is an IGN article, obviously. And I quote. At the TCA Summer Press Tour, Showtime made six casting announcements for its upcoming live-action Halo TV series based on the iconic video game franchise. These newcomers will join actor Pablo Shcri- uh, Scriber who was cast as Master Chief back in April. The series will premiere in the first quarter of 2021. Um, Natasha McElon will star as two characters, both Dr. Catherine Halsey and the brilliant, wait, well, you no, know, Dr. Catherine Halsey, the brilliant, conflicted, inscrutable creator of the Spartan Super Sorters, and Cortana, the most advanced AI in human history and potentially the key to the survival of the human race, according to a press release from Showtime. Um, McElhone and uh, Scriber will be joined by veteran actors Bokeem Woodbine and Shabana uh, Azmi I I totally apologize if I'm butchering any of these names Um, Woodbine will play Sorin 066 A morally complex privateer at the fringes of human civilization Whose fate will bring him into into conflict with his former military masters And his old friend, the Master Chief Azim will portray Admiral Margaret Paragoski the head of the Office of Naval Intelligence. Per Showtime, the series will also introduce three all-new characters to the Halo universe. Bentley Kalu will play Spartan Vanek-134, a cybernetically augmented super soldier conscripted at childhood who serves as the de facto deputy to the Master Chief. Natasha Kolzak will star in the role of Spartan Riz-028, a focused, professional, and deadly cybernetically enhanced killing machine. And then Kate Kennedy stars as Spartan Kai 125, an all-new courageous, curious, and deadly Spartan super soldier. So it just looks like we're fleshing that out a little bit more. Um, I can only hope that that series is going to be good. And
2: I actually won't lie. I hadn't seen any of that news yet. Um, Natasha Elhorn, um, I've seen her in a couple TV shows, so I'm super excited for her. Awesome. Uh, She's actually in one of my favorite TV shows, Californication, shout out Showtime um
0: maybe that's another reason why
2: i'd I'd imagine i would love to like she did a great job and then i'm excited to see her as cortana
0: a lot of hbo um actors and actresses move to different shows within the platform as well so this definitely just makes sense um all right next news story mcc playlist update this is by postums over on HaloWaypoint.com. go ahead and check out the rest of the news article if you want all the information but here are the bullet points from said article for halo 4 action sack um 4v4 Abandon, Haven, Solace, Landfall, Monolith, Skyline, Pitfall, and Vertigo, I believe have been added. Halo 4 Action Sack 8-player free-for-all includes Abandon, Haven, Solace, Landfall, Monolith, Skyline, Pitfall, and Vertigo. And finally, this is the point of contention, okay? A bug fix for ranked matchmaking so you still match against block players. Wait, did they fix that? Correct. So here was the confusion. And it's been clarified on Twitter now. Okay. So the confusion was, on Xbox Live, if you block somebody, like if you block a player, then you don't get matched up with that person anymore. Like, the chances of you getting matched up with that person are basically mute. Because there should be so many people in the pool that you shouldn't be matched up with that person anymore. And you block them. Apparently, that is only for social matchmaking. So, I know. I know it's fucking weird. So in Ranked... Apparently, so before the bug was that you would still not get matched up with block players in ranked when you were technically, I guess, supposed to. In which case, they quote unquote fixed that bug. So now you can get matched up with people in ranked play if they're muted.
1: So basically, it avoids if you end up getting towards that top champ status and you don't want to play against snipe down. You can't block snipe down and then not be matched against him in a ranked playlist. Okay, correct. That that is. Exactly. Yes. Great clarification.
0: Yes. Um, next news story. MCC development update July 2019 by Postums. So I'll try to get through this fairly quickly here, but Xbox lighting status. So we've had PC flights. Okay. We've had one so far with Reach. Uh, fire, fire flight is what they're calling the next one. Um, but people have been asking, what about Xbox lighting? Like what's going to go on with that? So as have been stated previously, making any game is hard, let alone... Uh, where you're dealing with 11 game engines and 7 complete games under the roof of one title sharing the same hardware resources. One key goal that has been a part of bringing Halo Reach into MCC is that for Xbox One, the team has been attempting to bring UE4 online for new character customization options on Xbox. You can read more about the progression system in the May and June development updates. This, however, has proved to be quite challenging as MCC is already close to memory limits running on the original Xbox One consoles. Bringing the entire progression and customization system into MCC also requires memory to be used to run an additional UE4 engine. Currently, a lot of progress has been made in getting it up and running, but the title still is not within memory constraints to properly run on the Xbox One. In order to flight on Xbox One, we need to be within these limits. Otherwise, instability will be an issue. Until the team has an adequate solve for this unique issue, flighting on the Xbox One will continue to be delayed. That being said, the team is pushing hard on a solution as they want to flight the Xbox One build as soon as possible. Until then, until then, though, flighting will continue to remain solely on the PC pl- build. So at, at least we have information as to why Xbox flights aren't coming. Yet.
2: Well, it makes it sound like their first flight for Xbox is going to be bigger than what we're getting for PCs.
0: Yes, I would imagine that it's probably the same scope of what the PC has at that time. Is what it's more than likely going to be.
2: Or maybe more. I mean...
0: Could be. Well, I mean... We're going to talk about it very soon, what the future plans are. Um, Next PC flight's focus. Firefight matchmaking is the team's next core focus for flighting. The aptly dubbed Fireflight is still in development, and the team is working through bugs as they prepare for its arrival. The flight after that one is currently planned to be focused on PvP matchmaking. We don't have a date on when it will drop, but we'll share more info around around it when it gets closer. So what features will be flighted? Flighting court gameplay elements is a key part of building MCC for PC and bringing Halo reached in into MCC. After talking with the team, they came up with a core list of features that they plan to flight. Campaign, which is flight 1. Firef- uh, ma- firefight matchmaking, which is flight 2. And PvP matchmaking, which is flight 3. These flights are milestones for the team, and we can't wait for players to get in on the action when the flights are available. Stay tuned, as more news on the next Fire flight will be coming soon. So community questions answered. How are things going on? Uh, how are things going on? Many PC customization options, such as resolution settings. So we're still working hard on the various different customization options, as we've discussed in previous blogs. These key features are all very top of mind. And then they also showed off a. They showed off a couple screenshots and ultra wide displays for Reach, and it actually looked really good.
2: They actually on those two, like I don't know if you noticed it, but they actually the showed the field of, field of view differences. Yes. And, and they that's also, big on PC.
0: Yes. And they also allowed um, HUD elements to be moved from the far outsides of the screen to the to middle the of the screen as well. So that's awesome. Um, list of Halo CE bugs have circulated for some time amongst the community. There's a lot of curiosity around what will be done with these as it relates to MCC. So the answer was, over the past several months, we have worked directly with the Halo CE community across many social platforms to compile a list of top issues that players have with HCE and what they wanted to see fixed the most. A few weeks ago, I sat down with the publishing team's engineers, producers, designers, and discussed each of the issues from this list. In talking with the team, it is easy to see that at the core, the goal is to make CE as close to parity as possible. With CE coming to PC, we won't be able to address every reported issue. However, we believe the community eventually will once broader mod support and functionality arrives. We are planning to investigate many of the issues brought up by the community during our development for Halo CE on PC and work to bring any fixes we make to both PC and console. The below issues are using internal descriptions, so they are not one-to-one to the names on the list linked above, but do capture the core of the issues outlined in it. So, key community issues reported to investigate during development for Halo CE and MCC on PC. Player camo state desyncs on pickup of camo as camo wears off. Teleporter behavior differs from legacy. Uh, There are differences between original CE maps and MCC CE maps. Okay, classic multiplayer audio is not used. And then please consider using the original version's weapon tags. So they're being looked into. Community reported issues to investigate after the MCC PC project work completes um sniper and magnum shots are too easy in mcc slow moving projectile weapons impact and effects are not synced actions executed after dying can queue up and be performed on respawn i've never seen that happen uh when a power per weapon is moved from spawn it can appear in different locations for clients i've seen that one have you um or are we talking about like when one's picked up and then it's dropped like, yeah does it appear differently okay okay i guess i've seen that too um and then multiplayer latency issues duh um, next up, community-reported issues we will not be investigating or working on, the in-game timer is missing when players are dead and respawning, an option to make weapon cocking and footsteps sound effects play client-side only in HCE. They're not looking into them. There you go. And then, what sort of anti-cheat tools will be used for MCC on PC? For MCC PC, will be utilizing an industry-leading anti-cheat solution that will be used to protect match-made games played on dedicated servers. We are doing this in order to allow modded content to be used by the community for other game modes they would like to customize. Our goals are to protect players while also providing freedom to players who mod as long as it doesn't negatively impact others. We'll have a lot more to talk about on this in the future as development progresses. So, then, the big. So, Ninja moved to Mixer. Okay? Probably one of the biggest news stories of the entire week. But, what is Mixer doing? after this change, to make Mixer better for everybody. Okay? So, there's a there's an article by Chad Gibson. He's the general manager of Mixer. I highly recommend reading through it. It's a very long one. We're not going to do it here. But go ahead and read through the entire thing. There's a lot there. And, uh, yeah, the the main points are they're working on making it more viable to make money on Mixer for streamers. And they're trying to make it a better viewership model as well. So go ahead and take a look at all of that. That's it for the regular news. It's time for some competitive news. Here we go. face Night Talent has been announced. This is by Face-It Halo on Twitter, and I quote, The analyst is lethal. The host is Freya Spears. Or Spires. Brand new. Haven't seen her before. Interviewer is Wonderboy, not an Observer this time around. The Observer this time is actually Sherzy, And then our commentators include Gaskin, Sims, Onset, and hashtag FreeT2, T-squared. Next up, UGC's Halo Classic Atlanta City venue has been changed. This is by UGC. It's on Twitter. And I quote, new venue, same prestige, hashtag Halo Classic. Welcome to the Boardwalk Hall. In the wake of increased participants and event activations, we've upgraded our venue space to accommodate the action this September, just minutes away from the original space. So it looks like they had a lot of engagement. And uh, I'm going to say it till the day this event is over. I really hope they don't bite off more than they can chew like they did with the original. Nothing tells me that they are... Necessarily, but I hope they learned their lesson, and I do believe they did.
1: Now, when you say more bite off more than they can chew, from what I heard, the event when people were there was pretty good, besides the waiting around. Right? We had people sitting, waiting hours for their next match to start. The community that was there loved the event, they were excited that Classic Halo was back and that they were able to play it on a competitive level. Now, the issues came in with the stream and the production, and the technical issues. So hopefully you, you've you had your first run. History has shown that people generally learn from those issues and that they should be able to correct them by this next event, and that's what we're all hoping for.
0: Couldn't have said it better myself, Will. Dave, is there anything you want to add about the Atlantic City UGC? Uh, coming from uh, the fact that I went to the St.
2: Louis one, I'm excited for any and all changes they make for it. Like I, I loved St. Louis, and I almost died getting there. Like You can find the story on Twitter. Um, essentially, if they just add more to do, and like it sounds like they have for the people actually at the event, there's no reason not to go. If you've ever loved Halo or ever put Halo in a sentence and you use the word love with it, you should be Atlantic City or you should shut the fuck up.
0: Sounds like, Will, we're going to have to shut the fuck up. I'm just kidding. We're just not going to be able to be there due to financial constraints and time constraints. But no, seriously. I
2: I know you guys are going to watch and everything. I'm saying there's going to be all those people that are still going to whine about, oh, we don't have enough Halo events. Like UGC, Matt and RJ have stepped up. They've given you this big ass event. Right. Why are you not supporting it? Why are you hating on it?
0: And it seriously looks like they've listened to everything that they've been, like every piece of feedback, good feedback that they've been given. Right. And so, yes, from a person who's been there, like you said, Sounds like they're adding more. That's fantastic. But like Will said, since we are mainly spectators in this sense, I really do hope that they learn from the lessons from the first one. All those production issues are gone or mitigated for the most part. And we just have a constant stream of content on the streams themselves. Yep. Yep. Speaking of UGC and the Atlantic City Halo Classic... UGC announces the Master Class Initiative. This is by the UGC as well. This is on ugcevents.gg. And I quote, The Master Status Initiative is a class that will award the top eight competitors in score following the final Halo Classic online qualifier on August 24th. Master Status teams will be offered an exclusive package of perks ahead of the Halo Classic that includes two hotel rooms across four nights in Atlantic City, admittance into championship pool, Invitation to Media Day on Thursday, September 5th. Um, Idyllic Views of Atlantic City and Inclusive Catering on Thursday. And VIP Accommodations. To be eligible for Masters status, a team must... Place among the top 8 in combined score across all Halo Classic online qualifiers. Attend Media Day promptly by 2pm on Thursday, September 5th at designated location... Have your team featured on the primary broadcast of the Halo Classic alongside unique content creation from our team of seasoned media professionals. And with this, the teams will be offered select VIP accommodations including a tour of Atlantic City, Media Day catering, and expedited entry into the event. Important, teams unable to attend Media Day on September 5th at designated time will not be eligible for Master Status Perks. Teams which have qualified as master status will receive further contact with information on bookings, accommodation, and instruction. Will follow the Halo Classic Online Qualifier Series. Hey, David. What's up? When are you gonna have something like that for uh, Midwest Sea Sports players?
2: You know the, the thing about it is uh, <laughs> we were like planning things like this, yep. but now it's not as exciting.
0: Oh, it'll be exciting.
2: I do have to say, like as as awesome as this Masters Class thing is. I do want to nitpick it a little bit. Go for it. Um, that is such a time crunch. Like August twenty fourth, you find out whether you're approved or not, and then you can decide to go. Uh, me personally, if I was a player, I would want a month because then ho- uh, airplane is cheaper. Because if we found out August second that you're qualified for masters, four hundred dollar ticket. Find August fourth, that's like eight hundred nine dollar ticket. Like, it's cool that you're giving us all this accommodation, but i don't i don't know what i'd want out of it i just the further notice would have been nice other than that it looks pretty it seems pretty dope i do wonder and maybe i'll have to ask you, GC. but how would i get to be part of media day for like my team itself whether we qualify or not like is that open to everybody
0: that's that's something that sounds exciting see this is exactly why it's nice to have somebody who runs these tournaments and whatnot on the show because it brings that different kind of insight as to that type of mindset mm-hmm. right um Yeah, that's awesome. If you do reach out to them and talk to them, let us know what's going on. Yeah. Um, Next up, Bears Don't Swat prize pool has been increased by nap times on Twitter. And I quote, Bears Don't Swat now has a $1,000 prize pool. NAFBurger and Zombie have doubled the prize pool. Sign up as a duo and get a random duo for this 4v4. All swap weapons, free entry, Pegasus 2, no truth. (laughs) You can sign up at the link in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show. Next news story. Female Pro League announces their next Halo tournament. This is by the FPL on Twitter, and I quote, 4v4 HCS variant, $200. Playing Halo 5 on Xbox One. Date, August 25th, 2019. You must be verified, and you must have Gamertag on profile. Uh, you can get verification information in the tweet of the Google Doc of the show notes of the show. And what I believe to be the final news story of the week... Can I just mention this real quick? Is it fucking hot in here? Yeah. For, right? Oh, my God. It's because
2: we're getting heated, dude. These are hot, hot honest, hot conversations. Man. Ooh,
0: steamy. <laughs> Ooh, you. Yeah. Okay, last news story. Carolina Gaming League announces season one. This is by Carolina Gaming League over on carolinagg.com. Upcoming events. Halo 3 4v4 to be announced. Halo 3 2v2 weekly, August 9th. Halo 2 Anniversary 2v2, August 8th. Carolina Gaming League will begin the Halo 3 2v2 Season 1 on our platform starting August 9th, 2019. Every three months will be considered a season and will have its own points in seeding formats. To get an idea of how each season will work, please refer to the following guide. Six regular monthly points events for a $100 prize pool. These events serve as seeding events for monthly showdowns. Two monthly showdowns for a $500 prize pool. Winners of the monthly showdowns auto-qualify for season finale. There's one season finale for $1,000 and a season one prize pool of $2,600 total. All roster transactions must additionally be made to carolinagamingleague at gmail.com. If your team registers for an event with a roster that does not correspond with the roster registered for season one, you'll be dropped from the registry for that event. Ooh. In other words, don't fuck around. Teams are required to purchase entry in events with their corresponding registration details. For regular season points in seeding events, it's $100. Each regular season event will feature a $100 guaranteed prize pool and a double elimination bracket. These events will also feature a simple point system that will be used to determine seeding for the monthly showdown events. And the season finale. The point system is as follows. First place takes home 7, second is 5, third is 4, everyone else is 2 points. Winners of the regular season events will enjoy a nice $100 prize, 50 each, and will also automatically qualify and have entry waived for the showdown event that month. For example, winning a regular season event in August will grant you free entry for the August Showdown. Alongside waived entry, winners will enjoy the top 3 in seeding for the monthly Showdown event. So, how do the monthly Showdown events work with the $500 prize pool? Each month's Showdown event will feature at least a $500 prize pool alongside event casting, tentative upon lookout. I mean outlook. The Showdown event will additionally feature pool play followed by single elimination bracket. All Showdown event game types are Team Slayer only. Additionally, Points are increased times two for monthly showdown events. The points awarded will be first takes home 14 points, second with 10, third with 8, and everyone else 4 points. Winners of the two monthly showdown events will have entry waived and auto qualify for the season finale event. Teams who win the monthly showdown will not receive prefer- uh, preferential seating and will be seated by points accumulated in comparison to other qualified teams. For example, Team A wins monthly showdown and has 17 points, but Team B has 21 points. Team B will be seated higher for the finale and the season finale, a $1,000 prize pool. Following the final monthly showdown will be at the season finale with a prize pool of $1,000. More details released at a later date. Can
2: I like I don't know if it's not if it's clarified very well but What's up? If you don't get qualified from the the weeklies into the monthly, how do you get into the monthly? Is that the $500 as well?
0: So I think you have to qualify via the weeklies to get into the monthly. I don't think you have a shot. Like, I don't think you're able to get into the monthly if you don't qualify.
2: Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay, that makes sense.
0: Yeah. Um. It, yeah, it's basically, It's just like winners move on, losers go home. That's basically what it is. Um. That's it for the news this week. Yo, I'm sorry it was a long one.
2: I can still do shoutouts whenever I want, right?
0: You can do shoutouts whenever the fuck you want, Dave. Go Yo, ahead.
2: Like, nap time, keep Amazing, it. right? Dude, keep killing it.
0: Dude, unbelievable.
2: And while I don't know exactly who runs the FPL, you guys have been killing it as well. They please, have. Please never stop doing tournaments.
0: Yes, and... Obviously, we wish they did more Halo tournaments, but no, the, the, the outreach that they have and being able to have that dedicated space for the female competitive community is absolutely incredible, and that's just another reason why I wish they had more Halo tournaments, and I'm so glad they have the one announced now.
2: I hate to be that guy, but I, I would love for them to do some uh, Counter-Strike 1, because I, sure. I know plenty of women in the, in that industry that just want to break out.
0: No, I, I agree completely. It's it, The more they branch out, the better. Sorry, Will. My apologies. I wasn't talking directly into the mic. Will was upset with
2: me. These are the uh, production adventures of Josh.
0: Oh! I did the hands now. I was going to maybe do something by having Will hold the mic, but I'm like, nah, because that's just going to cause more issues for Will. Um, <laughs> I decided to get sick. We'll just stay away from that. Um, okay. That's it for the news. But what about the upcoming tournaments of the week? We just have three, but there's a really big one in here. So, first up, we have the CGL Halo Championship Season 1, August Halo 3 2v2, which we bare, like just talked about. Um, and then we have the Halo uh, Classic Atlantic City Qualifier number 2. And then we have Beachland 8, who are now officially part of HCS Grassroots.
2: Is that this weekend?
0: That is this weekend. Oh, no. Yep. More tournaments I'm not going to be able to watch. <laughs> See, I'm really hoping that the whole thing is streamed. Because I would love to finally like cover one of these, and have a full blown because it's Halo One two v twos, right? It's yeah. Just two v twos, but like having we haven't covered a real Halo One competitive event, I think ever on the show. We've talked about previous Beachlands, don't get me wrong, and the uh, Chris Puckett um, winter, winter Wonderland. Winter yeah, yeah, we talked about that too, but this is like the first like fucking huge, just I guess technically sponsored at this point event for Halo 1 in a very long time looking forward to it
2: it's gonna be a good time honestly I'm looking forward to it just because I when I was trying to do my research for it, I just I'm not too sure what it is like I get that it's a tournament and it sounds like a, a bunch of the old school guys getting together which is totally badass but if you got if you
0: have silos I could not absorb what the hell is happening <laughs> no and see that's I think that's the beautiful part about this event too is that this is like so we were in. We're going to talk about Chicago in a little bit, like Halo outpost. Yep. But we were in uh, the VIP lounge on. well, was it yesterday with the gamertag thing? I think it was yesterday. Yeah. So Saturday, uh, we're, we go to the VIP lounge, and we see kind of this open station. Nobody's playing Halo on. It's just a couple dudes sitting on the couch, and we go over there. We're like, hey, are you guys playing anything? Or do you mind if we play something? Like, oh, if you can get it to work. What do you mean? So sorry i'm gonna shut on halo outpost here for a second but they got locked out of their own account on that xbox no shit i'm not kidding they forgot their own password so i logged in with my own account because it's connected to live
2: dude is that still on that
0: no i took it off completely yeah i made absolutely sure no but i I logged into my own account and the like there were players that were rotating in and we had a constant stream of four Playing Halo for like an hour or so in that lounge. And that, like, to make the comparison here, those are the types of experiences that I miss the most when playing Halo. And the beach land is like that. It's just a bunch of friends getting together, or just even if they're not friends, they don't know each other, just a bunch of Halo 1 fans getting together in a room and just playing their fucking hearts out, having a great time, sharing their experiences. And, like, that's the shit that I miss. And I'm so, I I really hope that the whole thing is streamed. So we can fully cover that experience. As do I. Yes. Um, Will, that's all we got for the upcoming tournaments.
1: But what tournaments do we have going on this week? All right. So we had the SWAT Nation once upon a SWAT 2v2. We have the results from there. Let's run through them. 7th through 8th, we had Cranking 90s. This included Abrupt and Fear Spawn. And then also Pinky and the Tank. This included Pink, Cat, and Zerka. In fifth through sixth, we had S2, which was Sicky and Sandal. And then Strongest Avengers, which was Strafey and Down. I think it's supposed to be Downside. Spelt a little weird. Um, in fourth place, we had Crux, which was to- Toy Soldier and Royal Blood. Third was On Another Level, which was Smoky a Dig and Sucker. They ho- took home $200. And second was Aha. Uh, this included Sweet Bunny and Heaven. They took home $300. And in first place was Mask On, Shotzi, and Falcated. You might recognize those names. They took home 500 Buckarunos. Moving on to the HWTC Halo Wars 2 Open Legends 2v2 tournament results. In ninth place was Smidgets. This was Kilo Killer 87 and Skunky Chong. In um, seventh through eighth, we had Team Weeb, which was Wekather and Stormy. <laughs> and then... Also, Team No Name, Actual No t- Name Team, this included Allied Fraser 77 and Moldy Apple 77. In 5th through 6th, we have The Officers, this included Agonized Storm 78 and Rock Generation. Hey, Will. We, we were just talking about last week where Rock Generation had been.
0: We did. And guess what? Yeah. You see in parentheses how it says No Name Team, Actual yeah. No Name Team? They, they just don't have a name. They just didn't name themselves. Yeah.
1: Lame. All right, we have the, also in fifth through sixth, Bad Brits, EOD Spartan Sev, and King Ellis 88. In fourth place was the Goats, Almorente 99, and Be Safe Though. In third was Hero Kills, Hero Absolution, and Jeff Kills. Second was Team Admiration, which was Admiration and Mike Beeston. And in first was another no-name team, which was Yamoto 2012 and InfraDolphin. All right. Of course, brackets will be included within the Google Doc of the show notes of the show. We do have some Microsoft Store FFA results. This is from August 3rd, 2019. In sixth place, All, which was included... <laughs> Fifth Avenue, New York City. I'm So, Imaderal is from the Fifth Avenue, New York City store. Correct. In fifth place, we had Nikolai, which was from the Century City, Los Angeles store. In fourth place, we have Dr. B.R. Tryhard. What a name there. Fifth Avenue, again from New York, New York. In third was Rami La Cantera, San Antonio, Texas. In second was Apollo 9 from Yorkdale, Toronto, Cal- Canada. And in first place went to Benji, Century City, Los Angeles, California. Congrats. Moving on to the Europa Halo Double Down Cup number two results. Fifth through sixth, we have Cross to Now. This included Cross Map and Here's to Now. Wonder where they got their name. Next, we had Corrupt Light. This was Desire (laughs) and Stokesy. Third (laughs) through fourth, we had Mockin' Orange, which included Squashy and Shabby Dagger. We had Scott Mark as well in third through fourth, Doodle and Batchford. In second place was Online Warriors. Precision Knight and Legends. And in the first place was Mocket, Looney, and Warlord taking it home. Again, brackets will be included within the Google Doc of the show, or the show notes, whatever Josh says normally and puts there. <laughs> uh, moving on, we had a qualifier. This is the first one that took place for the Halo Classic in Atlantic City. Let's run through it. Ninth through 16th received 30 points per team. And uh, let's run through the teams here. We had Annihilate the Rest. This was Shinsei Renzo. Saintly Missy and Haynes. B. Yep, yep. I mean, Team B, Respectful, Moe's, Hollers, and Snipe I confused myself on that last team. I wanted to make sure I hit everyone there. Um, Are you good, Will? It's B, Will. Are you good? I'm good. I'm good. Next, we had Team Sherberts. This was Galaxy, Shame, Zero, and Gunfire. We had Over the Limit, which was Lyucher, Ferris, Kazug, and Tour de Rooney. We had Team GMS, Gabriel, Fantasy, Gilkey, and Goofy. We had Cutting Edge Esports, Hunter, JJX, Frosty, The Truth, Evader, and Alumni. Hashtag only a coach. This next
0: team. No, that's what he says in his tweets.
1: The the next team, R-P-I-N-T-L. Please tell me how you say that, David. Any guesses? Oh, David's on the hot (laughs) mic now. It's
2: it's really easy, Will, if you pronounce it. What is it then? Our pentel.
1: Okay, we're gonna go with it. This included RP Common Rhino, its name, and Black Halo God. Also, ninth through sixteenth, we had better drugs. This was Judah, Sheck, Scary, and Zypok. I think their their team probably is better than drugs. No, nope, it's it, better drugs. Really? Better drugs. <laughs> I love it. Fifth through eighth, these guys received 40 points per team. First team was Yacht Club, ABC, employee abcd employee i don't there know what is. the employee. we had rowan the Boats piles and Posey. next we had guardians gaming queen jacks the goat gun type and most dope we had team tm trademark trademark yeah, whatever it's the little trademark symbol it was trippy commonly penguin and rain we had team of the academy which was hoaxer life to the style sorrel and eli elite and then third fourth Received 70 points per team. It was inconceivable. Falcated, Sabinator, Cloud, and Omega is better. Tox Gaming as well. Snakebite, Lethal APG, and Royal 2. In second place, we had 5 bucks Snug. They received 100 points for the team. This was straight sick. Aries, Chele, and Eco. Aries carries. Aries carries. Um, first place was Falling Esports. They took home 150 points. This was Ace, Neighbor, Demon D, and Boobu Bringing it home. For the first qualifier. Um, all these results were provided by NoobCombo.com. Maddie Rome, shout out to you as always. Check out NoobCombo.com if you haven't already for all Halo news as well. He posts a lot of great things over there. Go check it out. Can I just say two things? Two yeah. quick things.
2: One, Boo Boo is the best name I've ever heard of any esports history. It's so fun to say. It is the best. I don't know where he came up with it, but man, like, patented that. And then two... I think it's only fair since I am a special guest that we give a shout out to Bath a Beyonce cuz I didn't hear it.
0: Beyonce? Thank you. No, thank you. W- yeah. Yes, thank dude. you. I haven't been able to say that in a while. I know,
2: right? Like that was the best team name.
0: It wasn't it? Oh my god. It gave me it 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 hyped me up. The first time, time I he heard that
2: on the on the podcast, I had to rewind it three times cuz I was like Bill did not just say Beyonce. Bullshit.
0: No, nope, Beyonce. No. Nope. Beyonce? Beyonce. Will, is that it for tournaments? That's all we got. All right, so now within the show notes, so like I said, we're in a hotel room. We have a funky setup going on right now. I mean it's not bad. It's kinda it's nice, comfy, cozy, it's warm, steamy.
2: You know, the nice part is like this is probably the best we could have got, and we went way with it. This looks so good.
0: It feels good. Yeah. In all honesty, it actually...
2: The, it didn't sound good. good. Who cares? I mean, who gives
0: a fuck? Yeah. Will's, Will's working his production magic. They're going to They're
2: gonna listen anyways. Yeah, fuck I'm yeah. I'm going to listen again. Thank you, Dave. So Shout nice. out to Dave <laughs>
1: listening fuck, okay, to you we're right we're not now. doing this right now. Uh, um, <laughs> you just shouted yourself out in the third person. Absolutely. What are you
0: doing? All right. All right. Dave is officially kicked out. This has been episode <laughs> 85. It's just... Okay. I did that twice now in this episode because of you. Um, all right. All right. Let's let's fire off a couple questions for David here, um, because the, the point of this was, originally we were just going to do an interview, originally we were just going to do an interview with you, Dave, but you're here, and I thought about it, and I'm like, I you know upgraded. what, you did get up, no, in all seriousness, it's like, I thought about it, and I'm like, we've never had a full-on guest before on the show, we've never had somebody sit here with us, because not a lot of people are in Minnesota, to be honest, and... um. Or maybe there are and we just haven't talked to him yet. But you've been there basically since the beginning. You're part of Midwest Esports, something we clearly stand behind as well. And what better way? Why Why just do an interview when we can have you on the full show? So let's give you a little bit of time in the spotlight here. Let's ask you a few questions. My first one is, because I don't think we've ever talked about it, honestly. Uh-oh. How did... No, it's not bad. How did heavy rainfall come to be? Like, where did oh, that come from? God. So,
2: heavy rainfall is actually really interesting because I didn't come up with it. I just fell in love with it. Okay. Um, back in the Halo 2 days before the first big patch uh, when, when SMGs ran rampant, yeah. Um, I had this very particular uh, situation that I would recreate with a couple of my friends constantly where on lockout, the area in front of the lift where it leads to the hole that you could jump down there's at least 16 times that he captured on film in a matter of a week where I'd have dual SMGs and I would jump down from them straight on top of them and just spray bullets. You and would it,
0: drop heavy rainfall. Yeah.
2: And that's what it turned into. And it made at first it was a joke. And then I was just being an ass. So I took the name of it And then it's just, it's stuck ever since.
0: That's awesome. I, I had no idea. Hmm. Um, okay. Switching gears to, let's just say Midwest eSports as a whole the the organizational aspect right for somebody who how am i going to phrase this do your best if somebody wanted to get started in that space where would you recommend they start
2: i mean when it comes down to if you want to create your own organization um that comes down to essentially doing it and, and you're gonna have to figure it out on your own um that's that's how we kind of came about. It, you're gonna slip, you're gonna fall, but if you want it, you're gonna push through it. You're gonna have to. Um, us as an organization, like I'm, I'm very prideful in the fact that we started off as a StarCraft club at Wichita State University. We had absolutely nothing to do with esports. We had nothing to do with like the League of Legends that we run now or the Counter Strike. My love for Halo had absolutely nothing to do with the birth birth of Midwest Esports. Uh, before Midwest Esports, we were Wichita Esports. And like we just started it in the city, it expanded, we realized that we created this niche opportunity, we realized people wanted this opportunity, and then it's, it's just progressing. And like day in and day out, we're getting more opportunities to the point where we've had to actually say no, and that's the most exciting problem
0: we've ever had. Awesome. Um, what would you say that the hardest part of your job is with Midwest esports? Hmm. Hmm.
2: That's a good question. I would say the the learning. It sounds weird to say this, but everything I've done so far with like Midwest Esports has been something I I haven't learned anywhere else.
0: Awesome. Okay.
2: Um. Aside from like a couple like management and like work work attire stuff, um, I didn't know how to pitch a business. I didn't know how to sponsor players. I didn't know how to make a floor map for an event. And now these are all things I I know. And like, I when when I first got hired on, I was complete asset networking i
0: couldn't talk to people
2: i did not want to talk to people sure but now that like esports is like passion and getting this opportunity oh dude i've been so eager to learn everything possible
0: i was gonna say you hate talking to us so um just you <laughs> just yeah literally just me so w- what has been so you learned a lot of skills going into this some stuff you've never learned before um but what's been the most rewarding part of working with Midwest eSports, if you could narrow it down to one thing.
2: If you had asked me this before this weekend, I would have said, um, seeing a look on like uh, players' faces as they're getting a chance to compete in something that's more entry-level than trying to step into like higher events like an HCS event, an EVO event, the League of Legends World Championship. Um, but after this weekend, uh, getting the chance to see a sponsored player, EVO, like oh, it has been so stressful but has been so exciting to actually see the full effect of like the planning for into tuition or fruition and getting to see like Peter actually at his, at his best and help him understand where he like, where he fits in that market at the market. So he knows how to get better. So next year he could take evil. He could take evil by storm. And that that's right now is absolutely the most exciting thing I've ever experienced.
0: Like I said earlier on in the show, it's that you're you were glowing, like you were amped up more more than anything that I've seen all weekend was when you were talking about him, and so and I said it before I'll say it again. It means a lot, and I can see that, and I can tell you're truly passionate about it.
2: Now, like don't, I, I'm gonna I want to preface this really something really, um, like I shout out my Halo team guys as well. Like, oh
0: yeah, absolutely,
2: dude. Zane Zane has come so far too. Um, I'm excited to see where he goes. Uh, getting to hang out with him, Chris uh chris farrow j rock mikey um all those guys oh no i forgot the name of the coach guy Uh oh Uh-oh. i didn't get to hang out with him a lot if i saw my dreamer's name that's the problem too okay um but like those guys at dreamhack oh, i was i was on edge as well that was my first experience with it yeah there's moments where I like i had to step away from them just because i was i just could not keep cool that was dreamhack atlanta right uh, DreamHack Dallas.
0: Oh, oh. Atlanta's okay. coming up. Oh my god. I'm so stupid. I'm sorry. Which by uh, the way, I want to so I wanna hacks. say if you've yeah, never
2: up. gone to DreamHack, like you two example, fucking go. We I went to
0: Denver. I was in DreamHack Denver.
2: That was the worst one.
0: I like your experience.
2: I'm telling you this right now, your experience was ass compared to any other ones. Holy shit, really? Yeah. I went to the I actually bought the VIP package for Denver, and Denver's was shit compared to all the other ones. And I talk very highly on all DreamHacks. But like Denver's like. Denver, step your fucking game up. That's why they don't do it.
0: Oh, shit.
2: Like they, they don't do Denver, Denver anymore. I, they probably changed marketing or something because they have to get on that side of the coast. Sure. But that venue just did. It treated them like shit. It just. You didn't get the full effect that DreamHack Hack was supposed to do. But Atlanta was amazing when I went last year. I've gone to every single one they have in Texas. Uh, when it started like in Austin, now it's in Dallas. Fucking
0: go. Okay. Absolutely should have asked this at the beginning, but we'll ask it now. And considering your role within Midwest Sports, I mean, based on what we talked about over the weekend, you travel a lot. But what does a day in the life look like for heavy rainfall? Oh, for heavy rainfall? Uh, it's simple. Uh,
2: wake up whenever I want and go back to bed when I need. Okay. What's a day in the <laughs> life of David? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so when it comes to like a work week, um, it's... The time we come into the office is pretty, like, flex, except for on Tuesdays. Tuesdays, we have our 9 a.m. meeting, okay. and we are all on point. Uh, you probably have seen a couple of tweets where we're all in the office. It's kind of a miracle. Um, but it just comes down. Every day, I have some kind of plan that I need to focus on, get done, um, that correlate to either an event, a sponsor, or our team, like, wherever we're at, um, and just, just getting shit done. Um, there's never been one thing I needed to focus on longer than maybe a two week period, but just making sure events are live, making sure our players are happy, making sure my coworkers are not going insane because we are All right. Cause we're all, I'll be the first to admit a lot of us probably work a lot more hours than we should. Um, it's all by a choice. Like I, it's not something where they're making us do. Don't get me wrong. Like all, all of us would probably work from home if we could. But I mean, after that, it's just, you know, I get off work, go home, play some games, maybe drink a little bit. Alcohol is my second passion. Um, I do have a very social social life, though. Um, Traveling has definitely cut into it. Like if any of I know Matt's listening, but shout out to like the squad is what I call them. Like, I know I have squad 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 kids. Um, (laughs) Yeah, day to day, it's just work sleep drink
0: all right and i'll say it once i'll say it again based off our weekend together our interactions together it's you stick to deadlines you you do you get shit done based off what we've seen so good job
2: oh you heard it first ramsey i get shit done it is true
0: (laughs) i will be the first to admit that david gets shit done you can quote me on that because it's on the fucking show. Oh, I'm more than quoting. I'm cutting that clip and turning it into my ringtone. Perfect. <laughs> I, you know
2: what? No, I'm going to do better. I'm going to put it as like the tone for like Cortana, like the chime. So that way when he walks into my office and I'm like, hey, Cortana, it'll answer to be like, David, get shit done.
0: David, aka Heavy Rainfall, get shit done. Oh, dude. There you go. Perfect. Made it for you. Very um, petty. What <laughs> got you up. into esports? Oh,
1: the... Oh.
2: What got me into esports was when I when I first lost like a tournament. Like I used to play Halo Two a lot, and I realized like I was pretty good at the game, it was natural. But I realized like there's no fucking way I'm the best person in the world. I'm, I'm 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 realistic. So I went to a couple of events. Um, when I learned when I lost one of my locals, it just clicked. It was something about playing games at that high level was just so addictive. That I couldn't think of anything else. Like at that time, I think, I think even when Halo Two came out, like I dumped the girl I was seeing because she wouldn't let me play games as much, and I was so committed to it, and I put so much practice into it. I went every, I played almost every night. Um, I can say this now, now that it's years later, but there are definitely whole months I skipped school just to play Halo. Look
0: where you are now, though. I know, right? It's a miracle. I don't it's, know how I got through. I mean. Who needs school, right? Like, kids whoa, stay in whoa, school. Whoa, stay whoa, in school, whoa. kids. Stay in school. Don't listen to me. We can't make a lot of jokes, but not going to school is not one we should. Hey, make. I'm back in college, so you know what? I dropped out after two years. I didn't know what I wanted to do. Figured out what I wanted to do. I'm back in it. Yeah. See, so, yeah, I'm just saying. Yes, before college, stay in fucking school. But in college, if take you decide, time. yeah, take, your, take time. your
2: time. Figure out exactly what you want to do. Don't be afraid. Don't listen to the other fucking assholes that are gonna tell you to just go like no after high school is the best time to go but not the time you should go exactly figure it out yourself see we we reeled it back you've got like what almost 80 years of life like take your time in it absolutely some longer some shorter but you still got more than 20 years do it
0: for sure um okay let's talk about some general halo questions here okay are you ready oh no oh yeah you're probably gonna have some hot takes on this but we want to know hot takes on halo you, just go just your go tag on tag is halo 2 lover in our discord oh, absolutely okay so you think halo 2's the best okay we're moving on well i don't uh, think it is you, you don't
2: it is oh it's a factoid
0: oh jesus christ okay what are your thoughts on advanced movement within halo
2: so i'm very split on it i personally think thrust like every thruster mechanic should be taken out but sprint needs to stay um the reason I, I think sprint should stay is because everybody's complaint with advanced movement is, oh, you turn a corner, you thrust back, you're you're breaking it. Well, sprint gets you to that corner quicker. If you sprint past the corner, you're in a more deeper position than if you were just walking. So, like sprint, sprint is definitely helpful for the mechanic of Halo. I think advanced movement, I really like it, but on a competitive element, I don't like it.
1: So, would you be fine if? These advanced movements stayed within the campaign, but out of competitive. No, you want them to be even.
2: I would want it even. I don't want so a separation. My,
1: my next, I guess, the next point is that Halo lore and the backstory, from what I found out this weekend, supports the fact that these things should be in the game. So what I mean, it's one of those things where yes, you want the game to be even throughout, but it's technically in the universe i go back and forth on this myself all the time I just yeah but can't. there's
2: there's so much in the universe that you can't encompass all that like my biggest complaint with the lore when you're going to go into that is i want to say it's it's the first strike book right there is a moment in that book where i think it was like 400 sentinels merged into one being to shoot a laser to blow up a planet where the hell is that in the games
0: spoilers dave
2: the book is so old; it can't be a spoiler. <laughs> <Right.
0: sweater>. oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, like, flood right now. Okay, leave me alone. if you get
2: into that book and you read that scene, it blows me. your fucking mind that the, the 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 sentinels yeah the sentinels are capable of that, but they never do that. Right? They they don't even get into two. They don't even merge into like two for a stronger being. They don't even think about it. Makes sense. Makes sense. Like, I I get where you're coming from. Where like lore should be in game because you know keep it even. But there's so much. Halo is so encompassing with its lore that you can't possibly get all that. If you do, you're going to make a bad game.
0: I think that's that's something that we've hit on in multiple episodes in the past is that, and w- Will said it perfectly, um, you you always say countless times again, we want, you want 3 for 3 to make the game that they want to make, right? You want them to make the best game that they can make. And I think now that they have that, like, Dave, I'm with you 100%. I want it to be even across. I want it to be the same across the board. Yep. Multiplayer campaign, regardless, because when you start taking away key features of one part of the game to put in, like to take them away from a different part of the game, it creates that like disparity, and it just doesn't work, in my opinion.
2: No, I feel like you could put some tactile differences in it, like um, the vi- the visor mode from ODST. Sure. Put that in all the Halos. Don't don't give it to me on multiplayer. Sure. But there's some elements you could add, like add like hidden easter eggs or like terminals that you have to accomplish with doing special things like that right like those are things that we can progress to
0: no and then but like in a competitive sense i'm fine by taking away small things but i want the core gameplay to remain nearly the same right Right. so taking radar out of competitive that's like one of the most standard basic things that should be done from the get-go wasn't done in five it got tweaked in 5 still wasn't fully removed but it got to a better better-ish situation. I personally think um when you do that, you flip that switch that turns the radar off,
2: that hud should be removed immediately. Like it shouldn't be any a empty box with Correct. an x.
0: Correct. It should just be gone. Yeah. And like I said, it got tweaked in 5 wasn't fully removed. It should have been fully removed, but at least it got to a point where it was serviceable and competitive.
1: Well, I mean, I from my perspective, if you fully remove it in 5 then the advanced mobility takes over and then tactics start to fall to the side because you can move so fast that your enemy wouldn't be able to adjust to it. Yeah. But
2: until you, until I see how the maps are going to be for infinite, you could say having sprints is enough. Cause I always thought it was super weird that halo five, all these close quarter maps. And then this ass load of movement and mobility, like, uh, Clambering made sense with a lot of the maps right but why are my it was designed around it why are my maps like tight super tight with the ability to still sprint because once you once you figure out like the fact that you can run slide jump boost you have this super b- mobility to just go across the map in a
0: second what other, there's i can't think of any other esport besides rocket league that has that i mean you can go on fathom for example what you can go from your spawn to top mid in literally less than five seconds yeah like that's That's fucking insane. So. Okay. So let me just let's let's reel this in. In your for Halo Infinite. Okay. Your ideal Halo Infinite. What type of advanced mobility would you like within the game? What would your ideal experience be? Just sprint. Just sprint.
2: Now I will preface and say if if they give us bigger maps. Right. Yep. More. The,
0: The maps are designed for the gameplay elements in mind. Yes. Okay.
2: If. If they can encompass maps that feel like uh, mobility isn't a, oh, I can't think of, the, of a word for it. Or like mobility, it feels like it's way too good on the map. Sure. Fine. Overpowered? Yeah, overpowered. Okay. Where it feels like it, it's, it no longer becomes a tool, more of a necessity. Sure. Like, but I don't, I don't think 343 will get it to that point. And that's not me talking down the company. I just, I can't think of a studio that could get it to where advanced mobility makes sense. Even uh, Black Ops 3, like that's everybody's most hated Black Ops
0: that had that in there. It was insane too. Yeah,
2: There's so much in that game. Like advanced advanced movement is, should stay with Titanfall. Sure. That game, game. got it perfect. They
0: did. They really did. But those maps are way bigger than what you would want in a Halo game. Exactly. Because more, more than likely they all had to accommodate for the Titans. Yep. Really well said. All right, let's talk about some other Halo stuff. So this is general, this is just general. no, that's fine. So ask all you want, man. Favorite map of all Halos? Yep. Any uh, Halo? I'm, I know I'm gonna get a lot of shit for this, but I I absolutely love Turf. Okay. I don't, I don't know why. I mean, you're you're a Halo Two guy, so it is what it is. I mean, what like, what about Turf makes you love it the most? I
2: don't even know, dude. Turf and Terminal will always be my jams. Okay like i i know they're not competitive nature it's just it's something about the design like they're not they're not super asymmetrical but they're not even like they're not even to the sense where like they're non-asymmetrical they are just maps that look like they put a lot of love and detail into it sure as opposed to where it's like oh let's make half a map and then
0: just flip that bitch see we we do a competitive halo podcast right yeah and my favorite map no shit really i know fucking crazy (laughs) never heard of it i know (laughs) What's it called? Her spear paw bucket? I mean, I can tell you one thing. It's not in regards to MyDweast Esports. Oh, I'm gonna kill you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Fuck off. So, no. My, obvi- my favorite map of all time is Construct, which is a competitive map. But I also love High Ground in Halo 3. Like, I fucking love that map. I love Last Resort. Yes, it's a remake of Zanzibar, but I love Last Resort. Which one was Last, Last Resort? Resort? It's a remake of Zanzibar. has a turbine in the middle. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. No, fucking love that map as well. So, it it's it, it just depends on the type of yeah just depends on the type of experience that you're looking for so yeah i'm not going to give you shit for liking turf
2: you guys ever um i don't know if i can go too off topic but there's a youtube we video we do it all the fucking time okay. so there's a youtube video that you can find and it teaches you how do you how to properly use the rocket launcher and they use zanzibar as the level for it and it always makes me laugh and there's a quote for it where it's a rocket launcher is a fire and forget weapon fire it and simply forget it took no skill to use
0: i mean it's it's a true statement yeah uh actually you know what it does take a little bit of skill because there is one thing that people always tend to do myself included you know when they tell you you're supposed to aim for the feet yeah sometimes i don't do that sometimes i try going for dead on shots and it's like it takes a little bit of skill because you know you should probably fucking aim at the feet i just need to keep telling myself
1: that instead of being a fucking idiot with that, I have a lot of fun in Rock and Rail, so I try to hit people <laughs> mid air with the rockets, and I have a couple clips God. doing it, and it just feels so
2: good. Yeah, I have yet to play that actually. That game mode, it's coming back soon.
0: Actually, it's in. uh yeah, it was it's in-, in Halo Four MCC, motherfucker. Uh, I'm only gonna play Ricochet in Halo. 4. All right, all right, all right. Moving on. Um, no, but uh, Make and also a- you have a spanker prime in Rock and Rail, so that rocket just fucking zoomed across. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Um. What's your favorite mode out of any Halo?
2: Wait, is it Ricochet? You know, the thing is, like, I want to say Ricochet, uh, just because sure. that's my mode, like, that's the one I enjoy the most. Yeah,
0: what, um, f- whatever your favorite Halo mode?
2: But I gotta admit, dude, I love Oddball. Ooh! Like, of like on all Halos except three and four, Oddball is a blast. Even in five.
0: Even in five. Wow. Okay. Not like I. The reason why I'm a little bit surprised because. I feel as though, maybe it's just what we've seen from the competitive community, but I don't know. I feel like there's a stigma towards Oddball, especially in competitive, So in 5. For 5, the reason why I still like Oddball on that is
2: because it's not this stupid jerk-off fest that it is with Halo 3 where, oh yeah, we'll just throw it off the map. Oh, guess what? We got it. We're going to throw it off the map again. Hey, guess what else we're going to do? Throw it off the fucking map. I mean, Eden
0: is that. Eden is literally that.
2: Yeah, but that's like one out of the four maps. Okay, what? How many competitive maps are in there? (laughs) Five? Yeah, let me
0: me wind that back a little bit.
2: it's Okay, the the one the one they have now, where like the pelicans outside the forge map. Yeah, that that's definitely one of those two. Do you remember which one that
1: was? Fisher and Echelon. Echelon.
2: It's Echelon. Echelon. Yeah. Yeah. Echelon ball. But like you you they every map that had ball except for no like for Halo Three every map that had ball you could throw it off the map.
0: That is true, and it it did. I fucking hated that dynamic.
2: Okay, okay. Like that was, that was my only complaint with Oddball on Halo Three. Is just everybody just I uh, oh we're gonna die. That like that's not that didn't no, take skill. It's not fun at all. It's definitely no. not fun
0: for a spectator aspect, especially except when a clutch forgets to drop it off the map.
2: Well, the thing is, like, it's not even fun as like a competitive player. Like you know what they're gonna do. But no matter what you do, you can't get an advantage on that.
0: Right. It's like, do you push because you're going to have to push if you want to get them to throw it off the map? Or And yeah, then you're feeding them points. You got to push back. Exactly. And right. then you're you're a man down for man advantage because you had to push out or two, depending on how many people are protecting that ball carrier. Yep. It is fucking annoying. Um, all right. Final, just Halo question in general. What's your favorite aspect of Halo as a whole? That's a, that's a,
2: it's a very loaded question. Um. I gotta say, just the lore, man. There's just it just encompasses so much, and there's always more to learn, no matter what what page you're at. You just can't not love the chief. Oh, he's so good. Yeah, like he he's not he's not so personal that you feel like you are him, but he's just personal enough that you feel like you can relate with everything that happens to him.
0: We had a panel um today, as a matter of fact, at like noon, and there was this little kid in a chief costume. And he comes up, and he was so energetic, and he goes, Chief is a hundred times better than Locke. And I'm like, hell yeah, he is. Um, stand down. No, no. You, you
2: don't just walk up to a, a seven-foot animal and tell it to st- stand down. Right. Like,
0: and the, he, the, the kid, that. The kid was also talking about the fight between the two, and how he wished that Chief just kicked his ass. Oh, my God. that I know, I right? Isn't it insane? I know scene in I 5 know. so
2: much. I know. They... Five always upsets me because they they overhyped this fucking experience where it's Dude, that hunt the truth
0: was so good.
2: Did you listen to that podcast? I did.
0: It was so good.
2: Like I read the the prequel book to it. I was so into it, I was like, okay, I don't know what's going on with Chief, but I can get I can attach to Locke. Like he's there whatever Chief is doing, I don't side with. And it ruined basically all
0: of that. And then like it didn't even happen. It was like It was was just cry every showdown. Yep. Um okay, so We'll talk about this, and well, I guess I'll just hint at it right now. You're a reader; you're an avid reader. Um, what is your favorite Halo novel? Halo novel? Yes. You say um, you, you said you really love the lore aspect. What is your favorite? Dude, Halo Silent novel?
2: Storm is so good.
0: The, that's brand new, isn't it? Yeah, it's a Troy Denning. It's so novel. good. Yeah.
2: It really, it really makes you feel uh, like Chief in his early boots, and it really tones down like who who he was because Silent Storm is like that precursor to how Halo is. So, a lot of the things Chief has experienced in the Halo universe, you never see, like, how he became a- who he is. And Silent Storm delivers on that. There's, like, a full dialogue conversation between him and Johnson, where Johnson's like, you suck at talking to people. Let me help you. Like, I toned it down quite a bit, sure. but that's essentially the conversation. That's really cool, though.
0: Yeah. Because the thing I loved about Fall of Reach the most, and Will, you're going to be reading this book hopefully soon, um, is that it, it portrays, like, you you get to learn who chief is that uh as he is as a young kid and you get to see him progress throughout so being able to get more of that backstory is just i i can't wait i can't wait to get to that book
2: and we're gonna get like it's it's a trilogy right because oblivion's coming up i don't know if it's three i know oblivion's the sequel to silence from because it leaves it leaves it on like on minor cliffhanger okay and then um i never remember the name of it but the one that the the like the one that takes place between like three and four where it explains uh, or not three and four four and five where it explains where Kelly and um her squad came oh wow because like the entire time they've been in a shield planet right and then all of a sudden if
0: you're not following the lore that much it's like oh well
2: hey we're gonna add it to five right they're just here
0: yeah yep um I and, remember that being a huge point of contention between fans is that a lot of a lot of the fans a lot of the previous Halo fans like that ended with three were really upset that with four and five it felt like you had to read a lot of the novels in order to get that backstory before jumping into those games yeah. but i could see i definitely could see it like you you technically even had to play Spartan's uh ops yeah spartan ops and four
2: which were fun to a point like right i three four three bring them back make them better
0: right that's exactly having that extra content and i love their i love the release schedule that they had when four first came out is yep. that you always had something to look forward to as it came out but yes if they just made that better overall because it did get very repetitive very quickly it got repetitive after the first mission it did it did um like you
2: add add pvp elements to it that'd be cool like i've mm, i know we getting well, more zony. Huh, hold on you remember my conversation about resident evil like uh seven how they did their pvp or their PV PV, their co-op, not their PvP? Did Resident Evil Seven have co-op? Or not seven six six? Okay, so six is a sh- six is a shit game. All decide, okay,
0: okay, we're back on track here. Yes, but I what do I would, know the game you're talking about. What I would
2: love to see, because now, like for those that have finished, uh, like five, right? Yeah, you saw the ending where it's like almost twenty characters are just lined up. Yeah, to me, that's twenty potential characters I could play as. So the way I see it is if you're gonna give us these campaigns again where it's split groups, mm-hmm. so lock, chief, arbiter, whatever, why not make it to where certain missions are eight players playing together, fighting the Didact or fuck you Ward Warden? No, oh, yeah, Warden Eternal. Like I could I could see that being exciting an exciting element to bring to the side of just, oh, here's your story. Sure. And then like those those could be like just Sarah Palmer all over again. Sure. She's, she's a very interesting character
0: right if you read <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry no, no you're perfectly fine that's that's good though because yeah we, we learned a lot about you this weekend and one of those was that you're an avid reader and because we went to Barnes and Noble for over an hour and bought, looked at books and whatnot yeah, and I bought two books I regret them I don't regret the
2: buying or I don't regret the books I regret the buying sure
0: I mean you do what you do yeah um, okay. you ready for some rapid fire questions bang 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 let's go alright favorite food
2: Oh, spaghetti not burritos look i love burritos but favorite food is spaghetti like okay. italian till i die all right favorite movie uh oh shit uh so def- much rapid fire definitely maybe okay favorite book the way of shadow by brett weeks favorite musical artist music artist um oh i can't remember the name of it now uh breathe carolinas won't
0: throw out favorite actor actress mm, ryan reynolds and isla fisher Ooh, those those are good answers. Uh favorite sport and team?
2: Uh favorite sport is actually F one. Uh but favorite team is definitely gonna have to be Sporting KC.
0: Favorite Halo game of all time? Two. Four. Uh
2: f- you know, actually know what? No, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say ODST.
0: Really? ODST
2: Okay. They, the story was great. The way they progressed the story was interesting, but I really fell in love with the night mode and I actually felt a lot more attached to the rookie than I did Chief okay at that point in time
0: i was gonna say i think like it's a little bit lower on my list uh like ranked yeah it's ranked lower on my list but that's i don't know
2: well i mean what it comes down to is i don't think it's the best halo but it's it's one of the ones that like i i could pick it up play the story anytime just because i liked i liked buck i liked uh yeah the other characters forgot their names it's
0: okay um half of them are are like you know a wall now sure Uh, Will needs to play through that one and Reach. We are going to do that, so I'm excited to hear what Will has to say about those when we get to those worst Halo time. Those are like those two
2: best campaigns too, and you're missing out on them.
0: We played through the Master Chief Saga. That's what we played through first was the Master Chief Saga.
2: I know. Like I'm just like you're gonna you're gonna love it, Will. Those are those to me. Those are the two best campaigns in the in the Halo universe.
0: Worst Halo game of all time.
2: Uh, Halo Spartan Strike.
0: I'm. Go mainline, come on. What's your? What's I was giving you a pass. I know you were. Dude. What's the worst one in the mainline series? Dave? Uh, but I'm going to get
2: a lot of shit for
0: this no, because I personally
2: think three is. Oh my God, you ranked three lower than four. Well, I don't, as a game, I, I think four is like You bad, like the campaign. But the campaign was so redeeming. I knew it. And all the extra oh elements. Oh my
0: God, dude. All the extra elements were so redeeming for it. But the records show that David, aka Heavy Rainfall, just rated Halo Three below Halo Four on
2: my personal list, not on a list.
0: That's the list. Like, and,
2: I, well, like think about it this way: you have all these Halos, and they're all hit and then all of a sudden we we go to projectile.
0: It is true. It I'm, was a massive change. It was.
2: Everybody's like, oh instant movement and like oh i don't like thrusters and shit dude what happened like we went projectiles and you guys were just fine with it like what are you whining about a booster
0: just saying people people keep asking for classic halo what the fuck does it even mean anymore classic halo
2: is like you know i'm gonna stand by silos on this classic halo is is halo one bring back the pistol i
0: was gonna say that's it that's what it has to be right if people bring back the two second ttk like fuck
2: off with the classic just saying not only that classic is not halo 3 okay that's halo 1 halo 2 and then everybody went. Oh, with it can't be. Shit. It
0: can't be both though. It can't be one and hit one and two. They're both completely separate. No. Yep. Can't be both.
2: It should be what? What like resurged the series, which was Halo Two.
0: I mean, if you want one that completely like.
2: Yo, there was no better experience than BXRing a bitch. Okay, that's all I gotta say. that's the end of my same. conversation. I think Halo 3 sold
0: more. Um, favorite video game of all time.
2: Oh. oh, you would ask me this one. Um, Indigo Prophecy
0: really yeah why are you leaving it like that out of all video games indigo prophecy is yeah. your favorite video game of all time Absolutely. i'm not judging i just think it's bizarre like i never hear that do you know what game that have you ever played it i do know what indigo prophecy is yes it is a fucking weird mm-hmm. experience
2: with uh almost 36 different endings some of the quirkiest like story plot changes ever and like characters that like just don't give a fuck <laughs>
0: Oh my god, that's crazy! I would have never, I would have never thought that. To be completely honest, yeah,
2: dude, like hands hands down, someone, like if if you had to put a, like a gun to my head, I would actually, I would say the Professor Layton series is the best game ever made in general. But sure. my favorite game is Indigo Prophecy. Okay, now, if you've never played the Professor Layton series, get off your goddamn ass, buy it on mobile, buy a DS. Those are fucking addictive.
0: They are good, and uh, you can get a two DS for super cheap, and they play on that too. Well, so uh, Curious Village and uh, Diabolical Box are on your phone now even better it's like
2: what are you doing being a loser
0: oh my god uh favorite uh, final rapid fire question what is the soundtrack to your life soundtrack to my life
2: um damn that's a good question there's a there's this band i listen to okay a band it's a band
0: oh god what and they really
2: is it? the thing is i can't remember their name right uh, off the top of my head um because they don't put words in any of their song. It's nothing but heddles. Um it's like the the soundtracks for trailers and stuff. Oh.
0: I know what you're talking about. Like I know exactly what you're talking about. That
2: that band I could Shit. I could sit down and listen to forever. Like that that would be the soundtrack cuz it's always banging Epic
0: orchestral. Yeah. Bombastic. Yeah.
2: Bombastic. It's a bang out of order. I'm in it, man. All Let's right. do this. Sweet. Like I'm going to feel bad that I can't remember the name because I've listened to every single
0: album. I probably, I think I've bought one. Ah, Shit. We'll say this. If you remember what it is, even after we're done recording, we'll include a link to it in the show notes. People can go check out that music. Dave... Oh, my God. Will's taking a literal selfie right now, yeah, like, dude. while we're fucking recording the show. Jesus Christ. When's the next thing
2: we're going to record in a hotel? Like, he oh has to. Oh, God, appreciate dude. this.
0: Hotel record. Wait, what's the Hotel California? Is that the Red Hot Chili Peppers song? No. Oh. That's an Eagles song. Oh, it's an Eagles song. My bad, dude. I fucking hate Red Hot Chili Peppers. Okay, moving on. D- Dave, is there anything else you'd like to say before we move on to the other topic of the show? Uh,
1: I can't think. Of-
2: like, at this point, I think I've been saying everything I wanted to say. Anything
1: you want to let the people know about yourself.
2: About myself. Dude, motherfuckers, you better be following Midwest Esports. And you better be saying it correctly. Say it correctly. Midwest Esports. Ah, yeah. Look at that. Now I'm capturing that.
0: My Wiest Esporte.
2: You don't deserve a podcast.
0: Oh, wow. I'm kidding. This
2: is is my favorite podcast.
0: Hands down. Oh, thank you, Dave. You're so nice. I mean.
2: At times. I have. (laughs) Let's be real. I hug you, then I sucker punch you.
0: Okay. Will's giving us the hand signs fine.
2: that we need to shut the fuck up and no, move he's, on. No,
0: he's, yeah, he's giving us, yeah, yeah. Can we get the fucking show rolling, please? I want to fucking edit and go to bed. It's 10 o'clock. Okay, Will's
2: grabbing a sign now. It, it literally is saying, shut the fuck up and move on. <laughs> this is nice. But, Will, so would you even get, the get the that to sign? Take a
0: selfie. <laughs> 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 all right, let's, let's move on here. So, Halo Opus Discovery Chicago. We were here all weekend. We had a great time. Um, but yeah, we're going to talk about it. We're going to give our impressions, our review, so to speak. And Dave, we're going to start with you, you, uh, to give everybody a little bit of context here, Dave attended Orlando, which was the first Halo Outpost Discovery event of Mm -hmm. the year. Um, the first one ever, as a matter of fact. So you saw what is potentially the worst of them. And now we are three events in Chicago. You were here, you were here the whole weekend, Give us your overall thoughts. What you like, what you didn't like. Give us the whole rundown.
2: So before I begin, I want to say the band I couldn't remember was called Really Slow Motion. Like shout them out. Um, Is Chicago has been a dramatic improvement from what I experienced in Orlando. Now, like I didn't hate Orlando, but the like that was definitely line con twenty (laughs) twenty. Like hands down, there was lines everywhere. There was lines for food, for the merch, just to experience it. Except there was no lines at at registration <laughs> um chicago was nice because we actually got to do everything like the fact that the ring experience was wasn't a two and a half hour grandeur was so much nicer um it ironically it felt like it was more packed in orlando even though the lines were going a lot quicker and maybe that's because the lines were going quicker like the main stage was always full orlando it did have some moments of dead time um i do have to complain about the fact that some of the items were in separate areas like you had to go down the stairs while Orlando was just straight out right there on the open
1: um I, I actually did ask about that and apparently there was weight restrictions on that top floor no shit and really the um the two um they have two events that actually take place in almost like a um it's a it's a like a what do you call those like a chipping crate yeah. yeah, and they were too heavy to put on that top floor. That's why they had to bring them downstairs. Wow. Oh. Well, Wait, there. why why was Laser Tag downstairs? Just cuz they wanted to round it out.
2: Ah, uh, well, okay. Well, that's probably one of the main
1: attractions to get them pulled out. Okay. Yep.
2: That makes a lot more sense.
1: So, yeah, while it was inconvenient and a little weird, it didn't seem like it was all together. There was a reason behind it.
2: Yeah. I mean, it, it definitely added to the experience. Putting some of the uh, fire team stations down there was a smart idea too.
1: Yes, it um, helped with the lines considerably, I think. You know, people weren't lined up at one spot for everything. Mm-hmm.
2: It was cool too that there was a lot more competitive nature players here. Um, I didn't get a chance to watch all the Orlando free for alls, but hands down, like the one free for all I watched here had more than I think I saw in Orlando total. So it, it was a nice change of pace. Um, other than that, I mean, the fact that we actually got to do everything was nice. Like, that was the biggest complaint in Orlando. Um, we when we went out there, we kind of got sped through it. But getting sped through it was not an experience compared to what we got. Like, I when we got when we got walked through the ring experience, I was like, okay, this is cool. I know everything about the lore. We got to the end. The guy was like, "Come check it out. You're gonna love it." I didn't know what he meant by that. Didn't care. When we walked through that ring, we got to that end. I was like, "This motherfucker undersold me. I would have done Orlando's three times." I, now I know why that, why that line was so long. It was so good. Like, for those that are, are may miss out, like the ring, the the inning, where it shows off a little bit of a
1: little don't, love.
0: Yep. Yep. Don't. Yep. Oh. Keep it vague. Yeah, it was incredible.
1: Oh yeah. Are there any other thoughts? Any.
0: Any criticism
1: yeah any criticisms dude turn the lights on it was really (laughs) dark in there it is very true
2: and also like the ring experience would be i think personally the ring experience actually all the experiences could be improved if you just dropped a lot of the the like the 10 foot banners you guys have like the black the carpet and drapes if you remove some of that um you don't understand what the fuck the ring experience is until you're in it and that's a problem um, if you would remove the carpet and drapes where people could see kind of inside of it and see, like, people were in headphones, the colors are different, they're walking to this dome, what the fuck is that dome? Like, it would definitely excite people more. Like, especially when you have the line going around it, you have people being able to look inside of it while they're in line. It's, it would, it's definitely a teaser at that point. Right. Um, Even the Pelican drop, like, you had, they had, what, like, almost twelve tvs displaying the four second tutorial you could have been showing us what people are doing inside like you don't have to you don't have to have any sound to it you don't want to give away some of the secrets to getting out like for the covenant escape or the pelican but you definitely could have added some entertainment to it like the laser tag is perfect because the, they had it up on the monitors. well the monitor was entertaining the like the sergeant marcus or whatever dude, that guy could have read me the same line for two hours. I wouldn't fine. but the ones that were for like the Pelican drop and covenant drop, they were just short, sweet to the point. There was no energy. And the biggest thing about like having a convention, a museum like this is you have to have energy. Like you have to get the people want to be there. You want them to, to, to live it as they
1: leave it. Right. All right. Yeah. Um, I'm going to kind of take it day by day for us. I don't want to go too in depth on the um, attractions themselves there because I feel like people should experience it for themselves. It's it's great. It's a great event. I, I loved the attractions, but um, Friday we got there. We ended up being able to get a couple things done right away. Um, that was the ring experience. Was that on Friday? Yeah,
0: yeah. Ring, Exper-
1: we did. <laughs> ring experience. Reach on PC um laser tag
0: Can I- sorry i just want to steal this for a second i want to get full disclosure here before we talk about any of this uh will and i had full media credentials which also means we had full access to vip uh stuff uh what that did not mean is we did not get a like vip uh package with like the funko pop or anything like that that'll make like that's a that's a big deal when i get to my point but we had full media credentials for all three days that included vip
1: access all right. So yeah, we were there a little bit before doors actually opened, which yes. was great. We which got means we didn't have to wait. Right. We we got to reach Reach PC was the first thing we actually went to. Yeah. Super excited about that. We wanted to check it out. It's it's Reach on PC. So, um, it played well. It was exciting. <laughs> I felt like um, I felt like they're they're doing good things with it. Um, obviously it still needed some tweaking. There was a couple things that didn't have textures yet. Um, but they're working on it, right? we got to be patient to get what we want. Um, marine experience, like you said before, won't spoil too much. Great, great piece. I think David's on to something saying that if you could see more of what was going on, maybe not everything because then it might deter people. Oh, it's just these things and they don't understand the dome and they walk away. Yeah. I think the mystery is what's pulling people in a little bit, but there should be a little bit more explanation of what they're doing in there. Um, let's see. And then... I think we hit laser tag on that first day. We did. Um, We didn't have much of a line. So it was great. Um, Apparently, the bullets ricochet off the walls in there. I didn't understand why I was dying when I was standing completely behind cover at times. But the lasers will ricochet off the, the curtains or whatever they had. And it would come back. And it was very frustrating for me. But overall, really fun. You could hear the halo sounds. The sh- your shields would drop and recharge, and you can hear awesome. the respawn timer through your, you know, through everything. It was amazing. Um, after outpost, well, oh, we had a panel. We had our panel yes. on Friday as well. Yep. Um, it was great to be up there and experience that for the first time. Um, I was a nervous wreck. It was, fucking cold. it was cold up there on the stage. They uh, seemed to have a fan blowing on us. I was shivering by the end of it. Anyway, community engagement was great. Um, Duststorm of Podtacular was on that panel with us. He says it was the largest turnout he's had at any event in our first panel. Awesome. And then we, um, we also had another panel on Sunday. But um, Saturday, we ended up doing – oh, my gosh. It's – what did we do first on Saturday? We had – We
0: didn't do a lot on Saturday. Right. For, like a, because
1: like We did Covenant. To, to wind it back really quick see. on something, yeah.
2: um, I think the reason why you guys' uh, panel went so well is when... Because I went to see Dust's... Th- the same panel for Orlando. Yeah. It was in a different room on a different floor. you fucking serious? Yeah. And the fact that you guys had yours, like, pretty much dead center... Yeah. venue Definitely yeah. added to it.
1: Really for sure. Okay. Good to know. Um, and that's... You know, we don't we didn't get that perspective of the other events, so thanks for providing that. Yeah. Um one thing we didn't mention is the hall of history is oh. the first thing that you see when you walk in. So Thank um, God. It's really like you 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 do that every day. I mean it's really cool to see there's um
2: the first thing you see is essentially a chief
1: That was one of the big things yeah. that you
2: wanted. Well, my big thing from Orlando was the first thing you saw was the help desk and then food and that was it. Yeah, it's not worth it. Like it it terrified the shit of me when i walked into lando i was like what am i getting into this looks underselling but then the moment you get into the hall of history you're sold you're you're dead you're you're set you don't <laughs> care what you what you're walking into. you see chief's beautiful mug Arbiter's not too far a little life-size warthog
1: yeah it was it's amazing and then you even they have some weapon models so the needler ar nice. um did you guys
2: get to see the uh, the size comparison of the creatures?
1: Yes, that's on the outs. That was on the outside. We have a great video of it.
2: Did you think a fucking um the hunters were that big? Uh,
1: no, they're no. so
2: huge. I didn't realize that.
1: Massive. Yeah, a lot of the um a lot feet. of the covenant and whatever is just a lot bigger than you you would picture when you're playing the game.
2: Yeah. Um, the freaking the bugs are the same size as us. Wrong. Oh my god, totally
1: I, I was like, what the yeah, fuck? It's crazy too. Um so they labeled the covenant escape room as an escape room. Didn't really feel like an escape room. It was more solve these few puzzles and keep moving along. Um, I was thinking more like traditional escape rooms are more like, Hey, you guys are all handcuffed to this desk and you got to find like tricky ways and codes in the room and whatnot without being guided. You're just there and you maybe get like a start off note. Um, this was something completely different, but fully guided, through. fully guided. But it was still cool to see. We um, yes, we did. We failed. We, we failed. We we failed. Um, <clears throat> what else? Right yeah, we didn't really. We bought a lot of merch. <laughs> Too much merch. <laughs> <laughs> David was. <laughs> Can we not
0: talk about that? Okay. I'm not Mo- telling my wife how much I spent. <laughs> I'm not telling
2: <laughs> my bank how much I spent.
1: Moving Ooh, on from merch, we stuff. did um, <laughs> six <minutes. laughs> There were some tournaments taking place. They had a competitive area, which yes. was great to see. Um, I didn't expect it at first. I didn't know that was going to be there. But they did a um, Halo 3 free-for-all with Super Fiesta weapons. That's Halo 5. Oh, Halo 5. I'm sorry. Halo 5 free-for-all with Super Fiesta weapons. It was crazy. Um, you know, that area was smaller than it was in Orlando. Really? Yeah. It was still but, packed. But it was, it was... packed, yeah. Um, and then they did a Halo 3 free-for-all classic settings. It was... It was it was really cool to see people were excited about competing and really um, enjoying themselves. Um, Josh competed a little bit. Brian makes games competed. Um, Dave, David from um, yeah, did David Rain, Rainfall you competed did in one of them. Oh yeah, I did. I did. Yeah, I did. Um, Sorry, but you did. Brian, aka Rage Nerd played as well and won won one of them which was insane what
2: the fuck that grenade oh my god oh
1: that was crazy and then um sunday came along we got to finish things up with the pelican training and vr which we stated in oh we have a video but um basically it it doesn't look it doesn't look cool until you're actually in the vr yeah. and the you can like look at the plasma pistol um there's actually a warthog off of the map the side of the map and you can shoot and destroy it and it blows up right there it was what? really cool to that. be in i there. did not know that so um oh, it was that. it was a lot of fun I, vr was amazing um overall the the event staff was more than accommodating and great very um pleasant to work with and um, I wish the food wasn't so expensive in the event. We ended up having to go off-site for food. Yeah. Um, it would be nice if there was more options or something set up for food that is easily accessible from the event. Yeah,
2: you Snipe, guys... Snipe
0: said that, too. You guys don't go to co- conventions a lot, do you? No, it's just, it's just that when you... I've been to a, a few, but it's just when, you, when you're when you at the convention, right, and you're getting hungry, you go over to that to the really small food availability options in the venue yeah and it's a 14 slice of pizza it's like really right now are you serious that's
2: that's conventions though. it's just
0: i mean i can go to a baseball game and get cheaper food than that
2: well that's because baseball games that they expect you to buy a beer with it every time expectations like, versus reality most like i've seen like 14 dollars, is, is cheap for a God, pizza that's,
0: it's just crazy to me but no uh snipe uh talked about it in discord as well that that was one of the one things that he would hope would get fixed is that just more food options slightly cheaper as well, well. Yeah. from
2: uh from a, like a, a somebody that like hosts tournaments and runs venues i'll tell you this right now i don't expect anything like a lot of those things are based on the venue itself so i like I'm willing to bet if you called up DJ Blue right now, I was like, "Hey, dude, let's get some Taco Bell in there." He couldn't do anything because oh, no. of the venue. Yeah,
0: that's
1: yeah. R- right. It just it's it's unfortunate that that happens and there aren't more options. Oh, absolutely, saying. but they know you're uh, gonna buy it. Right. It just. Right, it just... I mean, we didn't. We moved. Well, I know, but I'm,
2: <laughs> like you saw the the food court, people bought.
0: Right. People did. Yes. Yes. I was just hoping for a little bit more.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. There's yeah. like two places
2: downstairs right they did that that stand down there no it is what it sold but well it's giving us that look that we need to move on now
0: <laughs> I love how you're just calling it out go ahead go
1: no on. it's the fact that you guys are talking and no Josh doesn't have a mic so he's not being picked up on his side of the conversation he's so um,
2: loud though he'll he, he'll get pulled up
1: so overall the event was strange. I can't deal with you guys Um, we met a lot of great people out there <laughs> Um, we ran into some three, four, three members on Saturday night in the VIP lounge since we were allowed to be up there. Um, lucky bastards. Yeah. There was, oh my God. Um, let's run through a Bravo sketch. Um, We saw, uh, Kiki Wolfkill and, um, Bonnie was up there too. I, mean, was in there. I did not. I I didn't see her personally, but she was there. And then we ran into a gentleman named Eric, goes by Ick, who is working on Reach for PC and MCC for PC. Seemed like a he, this guy was just excited about his work and excited to bring these things to PC for us. So it was really cool to meet him and everyone else there at the VIP lounge. Um, it was just a great weekend. I really enjoyed myself. Josh, what are your thoughts on Halo Outpost? Brace yourself, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my God. Why does it always have to sound like that? Because I
0: always expect a jo- uh, ranty Josh. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, you're not going to get a terribly ranty Josh because, honestly, I thought I had a great time. I had, an overall, a fantastic time. Um, so, I wasn't at Orlando. I wasn't at Philly. So, I can't attest to those. But ha- you having been in Orlando, you saying it was Lion City, it <laughs> it definitely feels like it was a lot better based off what you were telling me about Orlando. Um, I will say that, like I said, I put a disclaimer before we got into this. We had VIP credentials. So we did try to get to the most attractions we could given that hour of free time before general admission were let in. So take that with a grain of salt. All right. But I will say this Saturday was fucking packed Saturday. There were lines all day Saturday. Saturday. Lines lasted over an hour and a half, so now they were sold out. We heard from multiple people that Saturday was completely sold out, but it also sounds to me like people had a good time, and that that was what I wanted. Is I, I wanted to he- I wanted to hear I wanted to see people having a good time, and that's what I felt like was that was happening, especially even on Saturday, Friday and Sunday. Like I was surprised. So Friday, I understand people probably at work. Not a lot of people are going to be showing up on Friday, whatever it is. So, Friday, pretty toned down. Was able to get to a lot of the things we wanted to get to, hang out, so on and so forth. Saturday, a fucking zoo. Um, to be honest, we didn't do a whole lot attraction-wise on Saturday. Saturday, a lot of the time was spent in the competitive area, covering the tournaments that were taking place, talking to people, hanging out. That was that. Because I saw the lines. And it wasn't going to be... Like, I didn't feel it was going to be worth it to wait in those lines. So sunday we went early um we got to the couple attractions we needed to get to and came to a realization about midway through the day that it felt like friday all over again so people must have just gotten their fill from saturday or dave i think you mentioned maybe they just bought a saturday pass and that was it um okay i'm gonna get the positives the big ones out of the way right now before potential ranty josh comes in Uh Aha! i called it okay like Will stated, the event staff, the security, everybody involved with the event itself were some of the most kind, respectful people that I've ever experienced. And like, we're from Minnesota. There's a thing called Minnesota Nice. We also like to call it Minnesota Passive-Aggressive, but... Minnesota. Don't you know? The The fact of the matter is, every single person that we interacted with, whether it be somebody at the security line... like. Make, telling you to open up your bags and take your stuff out of your pockets to the person checking your badge when you're walking in a door to the person manning a station every single person that we had the pleasure of interacting with have been unbelievably kind like yes they had a job to do but they didn't make it seem like it was their job to be there it's like they, they acted like they wanted to and that was insane insane for me to see out of any convention or anything in general and I want to give another shout out to everybody who manned every single station that was there. everybody who was doing like was doing the um when you went into a track, into an attraction you were giving getting instructions from somebody working there they did they all did a phenomenal job made you feel welcome made you feel part of the entire experience and they never broke character either they which didn't is nice. they never did never did it was absolutely incredible so to them, I tip my hat off to you guys. you guys did an unbelievable job and if that's how it was in Chicago, I can only imagine what it's going to be like at the other events. Everybody who attends, you guys are in for a treat with those people. Um I will also say that regardless of us being able to attend attractions earlier than normal, um every attraction I actually felt was worthwhile. I really did. Even the smaller ones, the the Pelican Escape Room, the Covenant I mean the the Pelican Training, the Covenant Escape Room. I thought they were all fantastic. The only one we did not do, because there was one that we actually did not do, was the um, target range. Because oh, we've heard that it's you literally just shoot boomco guns at a target. Yep. And I'm like, I'm I'm good without that in my life. But, but there's a scoreboard. I mean, there's a scoreboard in laser tag. There's a scoreboard in VR. Those are the ones that matter.
2: Fair, fair. Because enough.
0: guess what? We won in VR via one point, thanks to Ian. From Halo Cannon, um, he
2: carried our shit on the target practice. There's an actual like overall scoreboard you can find in the app. Does it track like everybody? Yeah,
0: that's okay. That's pretty cool.
2: That's why they scanned your your badge before each event. Sure. Same thing with like our Pelican training. Like if we had it paired to our app, it would have showed us where we placed. I don't know if top ones get something, but some guy when I went over the target range was like, "I got first
0: place." (laughs) Can I get that voice again, please? I got
2: first place. Thank
0: you very much, Dave. Um, no, I, I did, I do think that every attraction that we did do, which was all but one, I thought were incredible. Um, and yeah, overall, I thought the event was great. Time for a criticism. Here we go. I said it before and I'm going to say it again. And will, you made a point in the vlog that's going to go out later, but I'm just going to state this. I truly believe that a VIP pass three days for $360 was not worth it. Yes, we did not pay for passes, but I just I, I truly don't believe $360 was worth it for VIP. That's just me. Um Will says in the vlog that's going to go out later, it's all on what you find value in, and I fully wholeheartedly respect that. Um the Funko Pop. Oh god. Oh boy. I've heard this enough today. <laughs> okay. So, in Orlando, they sold Right, for those who don't know, if you go to Halo Outpost Discovery and you have a VIP pass, regardless of what day, you can have a three-day, you can have a one-day, it doesn't matter, you would get a, I would, I'm going to call it a care package that includes a, a bag. Um, swag bag. Swag bag, right? Yep. And one of those pieces of swag is a gold, it's an exclusive Halo Outpost Discovery gold Master Chief Funko Pop. Holding Cortana. Holding Cortana. Thank you, Dave. If you do not have VIP, and if you were at Orlando... You were able to purchase, said Funko Pop. Were they at Philly as well? I thought they were sold out. Dave, are you able to confirm nor deny? I wasn't at Philly. I, I'm just asking. Okay, so Will, Will states that you could do it at Philly as well. Okay. They were normal priced. They were 11 or 12 bucks. Cool.
2: I don't think they were that. They were. Orlando?
0: They were. I don't think so. Are you sure? Because I watched your review and they were. Because I feel like I would have bought it at that price. It was in... In the glass case, it was listed as normal price for a Funko Funko Pop. Huh. Either... Okay. Regardless, you were able to purchase them at Orlando. So, come Chicago, Will and I are really excited to buy this Funko Pop. Because uh, this is one of the last ones we need for our collection for the second wave. And we're like, oh, this will be great. We'll just be able to purchase it outright. It'll be awesome. Friday... We immediately go over to the merch booth and uh, lo and behold, there's no gold Master Chief Uncle Pops on the shelf or behind the shelf or anywhere on any shelf. So we asked and they said, nope, it's for VIP members only. I'm like, that's odd because you were able to purchase them at previous events. Wonder what happened? Nope, it's for VIP members only. Okay, we won't press you. That's fine. It is what it is. We'll, we'll deal with it, obviously. Come to find out, they sold out. In which case, the amount that they had left were literally only for VIP members, and that is it. Nobody's able to purchase them outright anymore. Okay, we haven't. We have a reason now. I can rest a little bit easier. I'm a little upset, but I'm just gonna rest a little bit easier. But then we were told, well, wait till Sunday because the people who don't pick up their VIP pa- uh, packages, those will more than likely be like resold. Like, those items will come out, and they'll be able to be resold. Sunday comes around. Will goes and purchases a swanky white jacket, the half zip, looking nice. Oh, yeah. It looked so good. It does. And he got it customized. Twice.
2: Well, he got it customized once, but two different areas. Yes. Yes.
0: Got it customized twice. So, I'm going to go over to the merch area. And I'm looking on the shelf, and I'm like, "What the fuck is that?" Oh, it's the gold Master Chief Funko Pop. Not one, not two, but probably look like fifty sitting on the shelf. Oh, I walk up to the I walk up to the fantastic gentleman because they're all fantastic. What can I help you with? I would like one of those gold Master Chief Funko Pops, please. How many would you like? <laughs> well, I would like one, please, because I'm not a fucking heathen. 40 dollars 40 40 motherfucking dollars for this gold funko pop that sold for what i believe was a regular price in Orlando Are you fucking kidding me I bought one anyway So I'm a trash human being but but they got ya They did and I <sighs> it's something that i it was poorly planned it was in that instance for that specific item very specific thing of the entire event that was very poorly planned on their part and needs to be better um but other than that like i thought the merch overall was great the um
2: the actual event shirts they really should start investing on more Um, The Orlando one was sold out Sunday, like before Sunday even opened. No shit. And then Chicago, same case. Wow, like uh, just those shirts. Just get a couple more.
0: Sure. There's, uh, I, I don't think there's any problem with making more because realistically, if you think about it, let's say they make more than they sell through, and the merch changes for the next event, Mm -hmm. right? You could always just donate it to, like you could donate to homeless shelters. You can. You can donate to yeah, there's three countries. He's... You could you could get rid of it in much nicer means, right? You know, it doesn't have to go to waste. So yeah, it's better to have more than less. Um, but no, uh, that uh, that might actually be my only real rant here. Is that is that gold Funko Pop? Um, it was just such a weird downer situation in, in an otherwise like unbelievably awesome event. Um. I don't want to ramble on. Do you guys have anything else you want to say about Halo Wow post-discovery?
2: Not really. Um wish the vendors were more uniform. Um none of the vendors I saw in Orlando I saw here, and vice versa. Um also, and this is me like whining in like selfish regions. Dude, Buffalo Bill, get a custom Halo Cup. I love your guys' fucking root beer. I love your guys' cups, but make a custom one. And I say this because you are definitely losing value on me. I've had the same cup since 2016. There's no... Dude, I've taken your money. Let me give it back.
1: For context, there is a vendor at Halo Outpost. You said it was Wild Bills. Or yep. Buffalo, uh, Buffalo Bills, sorry. That, wild, um, wild Bills. Wild, oh, it is Wild Bills. That mm-hmm. you can. They make their own sodas. You can purchase a cup. And then refill that cup all weekend. Um, well, the thing
2: the thing about it is like them and uh, Pecos Pete. They're these two companies that like you buy the cup. Any event you see them at, it's five, Like it's some small amount mm-hmm. for unlimited refills that weekend. Yeah. So I bought that cup for like forty bucks back in twenty sixteen, and every event I've seen them at, which has been quite a bit with my job, it's just five dollars.
1: Yeah, not bad. Oh. Definitely worth it at this point. You've gotten ch- your money back.
2: A lot cheaper than the bullshit vendors. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, but with Outpost, it was, for me, it was my first like Halo event. It was such a great experience. Great meeting all these great people. I'm saying great a lot, but <laughs> it was, it's because it was great. I loved it. Um, and Josh will hit on a lot of these people during the shout-out section. I'll let him do that. But it was such, it was so impactful for me. I, I loved the event, and... I, I I don't think I could ask for more other than, you know, them fixing their slight hiccups and maybe have the VIP lounge inside of the event rather than having to go out of the v- event into a separate hall and room. But nah. besides the point. Yeah. All, I guess that's all I have for Outpost.
0: I guess that is one other minor criticism was the VIP area being completely out because you have to go through security each and every time you wanted to go back into the venue but that was again a minor, very minor complaint, considering, and it. Let me again say this is a very minor complaint considering how quickly you would get through security. It was like it was literally less than uh, It felt like less than a minute process. It was insane how efficient and quick they were, while still doing a thorough job. I felt nervous they were touching our backpacks, like when you had to open the small zipper. Sure. But no, it's like they, they had a job to do. They knew exactly what that job was, and they did it great. So, again, very, very minor complaint. Um, yeah, okay. If there's nothing else you want to say about Outpost, let's move on. And let's get ready to close out the show. Will, it's time for some shout-outs. <coughs> First and foremost, happy belated birthday to Ogre 1 and Ogre 2. Twins yes yeah, believe it or not they are twins i know right yes they share what? the same birthday what a shocker i know it's fucking crazy Did you know roy and lunchbox are twins too <gasps> no way i know it's fucking oh dude i was blown away too holy shit um shout out to everyone who we had the pleasure of meeting and hanging out with at halo outpost chicago including but not limited to because i'll probably forget somebody and i apologize if i do um david aka heavy rainfall aka midwest esports hey that's me <laughs> really is it
2: though i uh call david this is david I can david help you
0: i'm sorry i'm sorry halo 2 lover that's what i should have said uh
1: brian aka brian makes games Dude. so great to finally meet you so great to finally meet you man it was great it was great
0: <laughs> brian aka rage more nerd aka play Griffball aka the winner of the halo 3 free-for-all of saturday aka the astro winning, astro wearing Phenom. I don't know what else I'm gonna say. <laughs> um, Will, I'm gonna let you take this next one. Oh gosh. If you know what to say I don't know how to say it correctly. I probably typed it wrong. Go ahead.
1: Huge shout out to Marlin, aka Marmar Seven, the self-proclaimed beast of Chicago. So I did type it out right then. Did I? Yes. Yes, but he does like the desk slap on proclaimed beast of Chicago. So he he, he emphasis on the proclaimed. Thank you, Will. Then we had Grayson, aka Dragonite,
0: and uh, Will. I'm gonna let you take this one as well because he's just he's a phenomenal human being. But go ahead.
1: What am I taking here?
0: You wanted to say nice things about Dragonite.
1: Well, yeah, of course. He, he ran. He ran the um, the competitive side, all the tournaments all weekend long, and did such a great job. Um, he is positive, energetic, always smiling. Um,
2: knows what he's talking about.
1: Knows what he's talking about for sure. It's an even personality. even when there was things going on, like members of his team had to leave to go get something, he was just like, "Yeah, go get it, come back." And he was just it, he he just ran it so well. I was very surprised. And pleased with the way he carries himself and runs that section of a Halo outpost, and he's doing it for every event,
0: which is insane. So shout out to you, dude, Grayson. It was a pleasure meeting you, and we hope to not like hopefully meet again soon. But like, just play online. It's gonna be fucking awesome. Um, next up, want to give a shout out to Xbox Insider One, Jimmy, J Strong. There it is live it up and i apologize that i fucking you had to come up to me and ask for a shirt when i honestly God thought i gave you one already and i feel like an asshole so i'm sorry he but you're gave amazing him a shirt no i thought i did i honestly God thought i did but oh, i didn't man. and he's like when do i get merch and i'm like oh fuck me but yeah no he's he's an absolute god at beat saber um oh my god like it, that's, no, an un- that's an unbelievable understatement dude's yeah. fucking ape shit with beat saber yes he he's a god pay
2: uh, him pay him to play that goddamn game beat saber
0: hire him beat like hey, uh, make him hey, your midwest tester. esports maybe you guys should get into beat saber no 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 okay 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 um that's not my job Ooh, all right shout out to dj blue uh thank you for the conversations thank you for putting on such an incredible event with you and the team um yeah unbelievable even with my minor criticism take them with a fucking grain of salt right uh shout out to dust obviously uh shout out to halo collector it was great meeting you as well um shout out to ready up great meeting you fantastic folks what dave i, I wanted to meet him well i mean there's multiple people of that organization it's yeah, not just I don't one. do any person. of them
2: like i want i want to know that organization like okay
0: well you know what you should have fucking tried i uh, asked you you didn't help me okay next up uh shout out to podcast evolve <laughs>
2: Will's look at us like we need to hurry again.
0: <laughs> Will's like, can we fucking just finish this shit, please? Uh, shout out to Podcast Evolved. Um, it was, it was, fin- it was fantastic being on that panel with you. Another Minnesotan as well. Couldn't believe it. Like we were dumbfounded to hear that. We learned it while we were sitting there, ready, getting ready for the panel to start. We had no idea. it is from Minnesota. Cool. Um, so we're gonna meet up. We're gonna hang out. We're gonna play Halo. It's gonna be great. Uh, shout out to Hidden Experia. Um, came from the EU. To be here, Uh, multiple panels. I hope he had fun, dude. Really, I think he did. I think he did, and it it was a it was a pleasure like sitting next to him on the first panel we were on. It was he he just brings a infectious vibe as well. He's a good, dude. Um, Shout out to Ian Halo Cannon, another fantastic lore YouTube uh, YouTuber and just content creator in general. Um, Carried our asses in in VR and. Carried us to that win. So thank you very much, Ian. Um, shout out to Steve Downs and Jen Taylor. Uh, so I'm sorry, guys. Just uh, shut
2: up. Just I, shut up. Just got, get your get your shout out out and shut the hell up.
0: I got a picture with them. It was unintentional, but I did. Feel good. Sorry. Um, and then shout out to all the uh, 343 folks who we had a pleasure of speaking with. Uh, that included Sketch, uh, Unishek, Bravo, what?
1: Unishek.
0: Unishek. Hey, speaking of which, it's actually a good thing I mispronounced it. You know why?
2: No, that's not an excuse to use the clip. No, not Oh, don't fuck even, yeah, it no. is. No, fuck, not.
0: yes, it is. If that's in there, I'm
2: unscribing.
0: Oh, get the fuck out of no, here. You gotta, it's like, your episode. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I was <describing> the shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, but in all honesty, we actually officially got a sound clip of him saying his own name. So whenever we use his name in the show, it can be inserted as a clip um bravo kiki wolfkill and eric as will mentioned before works on mcc on pc and if there's one thing i'm going to say about eric is that you know there's so many people that work behind the scenes in game dev right you don't see them they're they're not the faces of the project or the company that they work with and eric is one of those individuals and he like the um, just the pure happiness that was on his face when he when we just went up to him. People were going up to him and talking about what he does and how they're thankful they are for what he does and what his team does. And and it's just people take it for granted that there there's so many people working behind the scenes on these games that you don't see. And they pour their hearts and souls into these projects. And so, Eric, special shout out to you. Keep doing what you're doing. And we'll, we'll happily wait for the best version of MCC on PC that we can. Um regardless of what the fucking idiots say. So don't listen to those fucking idiots. Listen to people that actually care. Um
2: Can I can I give a shout two Absolutely shouts? go ahead. So by all means. Two two quick shouts. Uh I want to give a shout out to Kenny. Uh I forgot your name earlier. You're the coach for the Halo team. I haven't forgotten you. I remember your face. Uh shout <laughs> well, I'm out fully Dude, back. shout out to um the three oh first or three oh four. Four oh fifth. <sighs> Thank you. I don't know why I started with the three. It's, it's okay. Those guy like those armors are fucking amazing
0: they're so good and
2: like i don't know who made that uh the the plasma cannon or whatever yeah that that lit up
0: oh my god it's insane
2: you guys you guys are killing it like i'm definitely gonna be checking out your website after this weekend maybe getting into things i shouldn't be getting into maybe maybe i don't know okay
0: um and then I also wanted to give four other shout outs. I didn't get day one's winners, but I did get day two and three. So I want to give a shout out to what we're going to call the young Phenom, Turbo Jake. I'm becoming the Halo Elbow Saturday Halo 5 FFA champion. Absolutely destroyed in that tournament. And he incredibly humble kid. And just, I really hope he just is a huge up and comer in Infinite. Um, also, we already shouted him out, but I got to shout him out again more Nerd, just, oh my god, that final fucking 10 seconds of that match. He is the Halo Outpost Saturday Halo 3 FFA champion, taking home that set of Astro 40s um, And then today's winners, we have um, the Halo 5 and Halo 3 FFA winners are respectively Mr. Vampiric Plays for Halo 5, and believe it or not, a man I n- have never met before, never saw his face before. Just knew him by the Twitter handle. Halo 3 Community won the Halo 3 FFA. You know you know what tag he has on Twitch? What? Halo 3. Does he really? He has the Halo 3 channel. Yes. That's it, pretty cool. It is absolutely insane. So, dude, shout out to you guys. You guys did incredible. And uh, that's it. Do you have any other shout outs you want, Dave?
2: Um, I do want to... Give a shout out. Like, I'm gonna I'm throw back in the past. Um, there's a Twitch channel, I'll never remember the guy's name, I'm so sorry, but he rebroadcasts old MLG clips and videos, and he's been doing it constantly. Like, I can't, I wish I could remember the Twitch name.
0: If you do remember it, then uh, we will probably include it in the show notes. Yeah, on. um, oh. is there anybody else that you'd like to shout out? We're good. Okay,
2: off topic from Halo, uh, Go shout by. out to every like all 6,000 people there are at Evo. You guys put your Fucking names out that you put your land, like your life on the line. You may have survived the pools, you may have drowned, but you you did the opportunity. You did what most people aren't even willing to think about doing. Like
0: th- that's a great shout out. Yeah, that's a great shout out. Um, awesome. With that, let's move on to some community creations. First and foremost, meme Monday. Everybody knows what it is. Um, what is it? It's uh, you look at memes on oh, what day? Monday. Where do you go? Uh, reddit are you sure yeah it's it's uh the subreddit r slash halo how's that spelled r forward slash h-a-l-o awesome yes do you want do you know what to do there
2: no what what do i do you
0: look at memes oh what's a meme Okay, we're, okay, and yeah, then we're we have of uh, clips of the week, volume twelve, by High Tech Redneck. Go ahead and check them out. Beth made some awesome clips. They're not just Halo related. They're, I saw some Gears ones in there as well. Check it out. Um, we have the Red Bull Rise Till Dawn photo album. It's <gasps> been officially released. I know. I didn't know those out. It is officially out. Welcome to our show. We bring you news. You do. You're fucking welcome. This is
2: literally what I do at home when you have something I didn't know about.
0: Really? <gasps> oh my god. <laughs> we got to witness it firsthand. Um, and then finally, the Halo community spotlight. You can go ahead and check it out. It's halowaypoint.com. Lots of cool shiz nits in there. And uh, before Will chops both of our heads off, um, <laughs> Will, I'm going to pass the mic off to you. But, uh, but, but before I do so, I got to stall because that's what I always do at the end of every episode. Hey, Dave. I think I just
2: saw like Will die on the inside. <laughs> you saw <his> a <laughs> sudden pull like, from the microphone. Walk. He just died. Hey, Dave. How can I help you? I mean, call for David. This is David. How can David help you? <laughs>
1: Okay, we'll plug the fucking show. As we reach the two and a half hour mark. Holy shit, really? Please. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. <laughs> Please. You you guys, I hope you know you can find us on your favorite podcast services. Just search for HGS Pro Talk. We are on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, and others as well. Leave us a review and let others know about the show. We want to hear your feedback. You can join our community Discord and get all the great discussion and posts going on there. Link will be provided within the Google Doc of the show notes. Join our Xbox Club or Spartan Company because uh, no one else has. You can search for HCS Pro Talk on your Xbox console. We are on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Mixer, Twitch, and Esports P to just search for HCS Pro Talk and you will find us there. Josh, please tell the fine folk what's on our next episode.
0: Before I do that, Dave, did you have something you wanted to say? Oh, absolutely. Like,
2: we, we got to close the show. At, like, you can find me on Twitter. Heavy rainfall. You can also find Midwest esports all over the goddamn globe. Nobody below. gives a fuck about
0: you, Dave. We're moving on, okay? God, that was coming. You just don't. Yeah, you just really. Did oh, did up it? Fucking gone. Oh no! You know what? For the record, it's not in the show notes, so you wouldn't have even known. We would have just led you into it, but it's okay. You know you what?
2: Seventh to fail. and I'm so mad. That's the best part. I was looking at the, the best notes, and, and I was show. like, I was like, I know they wouldn't forget, but I just want to make sure that it's not forget.
0: It's okay. Will you asked what's on the next episode? Yeah. Can I do this actually? scroll down what is it i'll read it for you guys wow dave tried to take my fucking job away from me no like i'm just kidding dave dave what do we got in the next episode well josh
2: (laughs) (laughs) on the next episode our topic is as a spectator what type of competitive halo event halo 3 or 5 no love for 2 do you prefer and why let us know in the discord on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, wherever, let us know. We want to hear your thoughts.
0: Oh, my God. That was great. What, did you think
2: I didn't listen to the show? I
0: mean, besides the Halo 2 shit, but
2: I mean, that was that yeah, was great. Well, you know, lo- no love for Halo 2.
0: I mean, the reason why it's Halo 3 or Halo 5 is because those are the events that are happening right now.
2: Look, I'm going to give you the, the statistical breakdown of the fact that...
0: We don't want your answer right now. You can give it so we can read it no. in the next I'm just episode.
2: Sa- I'm just saying, esports in America wouldn't be as big without Halo 2.
0: You know what? i will stand by that statement with you yeah so give me love i mean you have all the love in the world yeah for myself i mean i love you i love me you don't love do you love me that's not what you implied you just do said, you love me or not no you just said you do you me. love me or that's not? that's not how that works i'm asking you
2: no you're not you're demanding do you it. love me or not <laughs>
0: will it's leaving the room right now he's like i don't fucking time for this all right
2: we love will i love josh Let's Thanks, break man. the show.
0: Let's do it. Um, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for episode 85 of HCS Pro Talk. I want to thank you very much for listening. And uh, we'll catch you next time where Dave, unfortunately, will not be here to cause Will. Ma- <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Mental oh, my God. Mental mayhem. Oh. oh, I even left a pun to end the show. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for us, but we'll catch you next time. But until then, bye <gasps> Bye-bye. bye-bye.
1: Two and a half hours? You serious? That was fucking me. <sighs> Holy sh.